Hello, viewer. It is Sunday, November 27th, 2022. I am Mr. Brown, and I trust you are all very, very well today. On this evening's stream, we are discussing the events of the past week in entertainment and on the social media. So, as I always say, folks, genuinely lots to get through. Shall we get the guests out? Of course we should. Okay then, folks. So, first up, for your viewing pleasure... He is walking amongst, it says pheasants here, but it's, it means peasants. He is, he is the Dark Sith Lord, Jord. Good evening. Hello. Walking walking around the, the pheasants would not be, <laughs> wouldn't be the first time I've been surrounded by birds, but maybe not the um. Are you a pheasant I plucker? I, I am a pheasant plucker, yes. I, I enjoy plucking the pheasants. And the peasants as well. Uh, hello there. How are hello. you? Hello. I'm okay, thank you. How are you? Uh, yeah, not bad, my friend. Not bad. How's your um, wonderful channel going? Yeah, it's it's still ticking along. I've, um, I'm still doing the edit on a Wakanda Forever Part Two, and it's such a it's just such a slog. I'm really looking forward to a few months of no Marvel because I. I've basically run out of steam from for MCU stuff, but uh, um, it's how, it's, how, how, how uh, long is it, my friend? I think it's, this is about fifty minutes. Part three is probably about the same, so oh, it'll be okay. three in total of fifty minutes long, and then it's back to long form Rings of Power, and then Shot for you. Avatar: The Last Smurf Bender when that comes out as well. Um, so plenty of stuff to go on to. It, it's the subs are taking long. I was sort of it's I've got around fifteen thousand subs I need to hit 100,000 by the end of the year, which I think is slightly ambitious, but you never yeah, know, stranger things have happened. Yeah, it is. I think it is. But you know what? Where were you in April? Well, hey, well yeah, exactly. There I think 100, 100 subscribers around January this year. It's so 100,000 by... Yeah, 100,000 by January next year is technically 100,000 in a year. So I'm well, that's what I'm sticking to. Yeah, you'll get your little uh, plaque, your silver plaque. Oh, shit, they send those, don't they? Yeah, I'll have to find oh, something yes. to put it. Oh, yes. Put it uh, in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> so everything good. Should we, get Ooh, the, uh, good. should we get the next body out? That sounds like a plan. Okay, next... He is a talented powerhouse of a man. It is. They're all waiting now to find out who it is. It is. Problem being. A complete disappointment. Hello. <laughs> Hello there. Hello. Hello there. Good to see you, everyone. You? Hello. Good to see I, you, I'm mate. very well. Why, thank you. Good to see you, too. Thanks for having me back, you crazy, crazy fool. No, oh, we love you. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to uh, find some way of getting himself demonetized. So that's it. the more yeah, controversial he, people, it's going well, him. folks. He's blushing. Uh, here you go. Look, we're, we're going to chat out. Here you go. Look, straight away mm, in wow. the chat. Powerhouse hey. being. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's yes. Powerhouse wow. being. You're welcome. So everything's good, Lee. Yes. Yeah, not bad. Not bad, thank you very much. Um, just been sort of uh, 
doing a bit of housework. That's about it, really. Oh, nothing very exciting. Uh, I guess if you want a powerhouse, you know, that's it. I'm empowering my house. Oh, yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Should we get the next guest <laughs> out? <laughs> yeah, get Should your guest out for the lads. Okay, let's just Go get on. him out. Okay, so uh, next, he is the backbone of Sunday nights. I genuinely love this guy. It is the mighty. He brings fun to the channel. It's MattCat83. What's up, nerds? Hey, pal, how are you? I am good. I'm. <clears throat> it's the last day. <clears throat> of a, uh, sorry, it's the last day of a holiday over here in the States, so I'm, I'm winding down. Oh, you love holidays season, don't you? Uh, no, holidays are so stressful for me. Family stuff? Yeah, you know, it's just, uh, you know, you got to go from, like, my wife's family's thing to my family's thing, and you got to bring food along. And then to and, here. Oh. Yeah, and then I had to cook stuff, and I don't cook Shh. at all, so I just took a lot of package stuff, and I put it in, like, a... A, a plate from home and i made it look like i made it from home like i was like look at this mac and cheese it's from scratch and really was just a a family size stouffer's one but uh um you yeah. should have you should have taken a leaf out of our next guest <laughs> right on should we get him out do it <laughs> okay so it's good to see you by the way no, okay it's good to see you uh guys. next movies are the game cynic is the name it's Matthew, everybody. Hello, Matthew. Hello. How's my microphone? I can hear you, yes, so it's working. Okay, okay good. <laughs> Hello there. Hello there. I was uh, Thanksgiving, my friend. The meal looked beautiful. Oh, yeah, that was Thanksgiving Day. And then we drove down to Atlanta, and I just got back, and I probably still smell like a bonfire. <laughs> I just walked through the door. So. <laughs> But I was so, on time. Are you yes, just are you well, my friend? Yeah, everything good, yeah. Oh yeah, everything's good. How are you, Mr. Brown? Yeah, we're not too bad. We're not too bad. Uh channel going well, yeah. Yeah, gonna hit fifty thousand soon. And I've been convinced by family and friends that tomorrow's the day to put in the notice for the day job. So I think that's happening. Do it. Do it now. Yeah, do it. I think I'm going to. Full time YouTuber in two weeks. Oh, you've got the uh You've got the watched views per video. I think, like uh, Ben, you're doing well, my friend. Yeah, I'm feeling happy about it, feeling confident. So I think I'm going to go get for in, it. Get in, get in. So yeah. I would say congratulations. Thank should you. we get? Should we get the last body out? Absolutely. Okay, he is the wise elder of the channel. You know the rest. It is the great mega geek himself, Ian David Diaz. Hello, Hello everybody. How are we? Good. Are you? Yeah, I'm okay. Um, just curious what we're going to be talking about. Um, well, shit, like we normally do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. You know, we make no bones about it on this channel. We talk shit. Yeah, complete okay. Wank. <laughs> complete wank. Um, hello, chat. We can see you. Hey. So there. <laughs> Okay, so you're well, Ian, yes? Everything good, yes? Yeah, I'm okay. I'm doing all right. Having a laugh and all that. That's what life's all about, I guess. Okay, I'll take your word for that. Shall we <laughs> um, Shall we get on with it? Yes. Okay, so no. episode 103. Bah. End of week, musings, Sunday, oh, November 
27th, it's 27th, yeah, 2022. There's Arnold, which is one of the clues to the, one of the stories this week. So, let me press some buttons. Uh, Mr. Brown Alliance, free eye test. Uh, please like, share, subscribe. All the usual. Um, uh, right. Uh, <laughs> I do this, believe this, as I... It's still ongoing. Isn't it? um, I do believe as I stroke my pussy. Um, <laughs> this finished this week. Did it not? Thank God. Yeah, it did finish. Do you want, do you want to go first, big, Matt? Absolutely, and it finished on a <laughs> snooze. Oh my goodness, this this was such a, a nothing burger of a finale. Like I was literally like, "What are they, what are they going to do to to top the last episode off?" Because the last episode wasn't that great either, and nothing. They did absolutely nothing. Aunt Petunia gave a, a little speech through hologram, and then they had a kind of a little pew pew, which was not exciting. And then the end credit scene was they showed the Death Star, and I'm all like, "Oh, way to way to give a good end credit scene there." It was just a it was a it was a nothing burger, and um, I'm glad it's done for this season, and I, I get some time off from Andor. It you gets a, a season two, apparently. <clears throat> you've you've had a foul. Uh, Thanksgiving, haven't you? And this didn't help, did it? <laughs> it did not help, but you know, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Um, who else has seen it? Lord, yes, yeah, no, I did yes. a video on the, um, the second channel, yes, about it saw as well. that, yes, um, saw that. I, I slightly, I, well, I, I agree and disagree about the finale. I think the finale was quite flat. Um, I think that probably suits the tone of the show. If you'd got, I would have actually preferred a slightly heavier, sort of harder going, a little bit more exciting finale. What it what it reached was its its conceptual endpoint, which is the thing that it was most interested in. Um, it got the formation of the rebellion, um, and also the idea that the formation of the rebellion is not some happy clappy Ewoks dancing lightsaber swinging moment. That it's actually born in strife. It hit the conceptual stuff pretty well. This is like you know you have these two different. Um, sort of uprisings on the same planet of Ferex. Um, and the idea is to show why one of them is an uprising, but not a rebellion. Whereas this one is an uprising as well as a rebellion. Like the idea that all that's necessary for evil to triumph is for good men to do nothing or for, for good people to sleep. Um, this is the, the awakening moment. I think it hit those notes reasonably well. The problem, which has been sort of the problem all the way through is that it's a conceptually fascinating show and it's a very philosophically literate show. Ooh. But um, in terms of its characters, you're not. There's not really a huge deal to be invested in. There are some really, really subtle and quite well done character characterizations in it, but not so much that you actually really care about any of the people involved. So I can look at the season going back, the entire thing, and I can think, actually, this is a very, very clever show. It's a very intelligent show. Um, it is clearly done by people who take a, a deep fascinated interest not only in the star wars galaxy but also in their re like real world uh, analogies for the systems that we see in the star wars galaxy and i think it did all of that very well um however i am on board with people who say that the pacing was wrong because it was and i'm also on board with people who say that they found the finale flat because what is there to be invested on uh, the character level not very much melvin um, melvin says 12 episodes of build up with no payoff Yes, in the sense, but again, because most payoff comes through character more than it does through concept. So actually, the, the the conceptual payoff is perfectly there, and they they struck that note very well. 
Um, but that's not what most audience members appreciate when you're talking about setup and payoff. Most people conceptualize setup and payoff as character things. And Andor doesn't have that. It, it was very flat from a character level. It did feel sort of like it was a reluctant acknowledgement that it did actually have to have its characters populate its themes. And it was interested in the themes, but not so much in the characters. Um, so yeah, the, the finale was quite flat. I would say it was sort of, it was both triumphant and underwhelming at the same time. Um, has, as somebody who's not as uh, intellectually um, bright as yourself, did this? Did it need more pew pew? Um, I think a little bit more pew pew would For have helped. A little like me and Matt. No, it's not. It's not thickies. I mean, because I, I have the same problems you guys have. It's just uh, I perhaps see things in it that you don't. But it, it's not. It's not about being thick or otherwise. A little bit more action might have helped. A little bit more humor. Not much humor, but a little bit of humor just to lighten the mood occasionally would have helped. Most of it is just a pacing issue, though, and the pacing issue is a bundling issue. Like, there is no reason for this to be... I think in the second video I, I described this as um, you know, it's a serialized weekly show paced for a binge-watching audience. Now, you can't binge-watch and or as it's releasing weekly. I think it's one of those shows that might hold up better on a second viewing, now it's all out, um, but you couldn't sort of watching it weekly. There were whole episodes, usually the middle of the three episode arcs, which just nothing really happened at all. They were vitally, they, they were necessary for the plot, but they weren't necessary enough to be worth their own episode. So if you halve the number of episodes or even just have four longer episodes as opposed to 12 individual ones, it would have worked much better because you have these individual sort of symphonic components to the narrative. You would have been able to appreciate the entire arc in one go before you move to the next one. And you wouldn't have had to sit there every third week and say, well, okay, I, I get that I have to watch this to make sense of what happens afterwards, but it's not interesting at all because there's not enough happening. It's like, I compare it with House of the Dragon. House of the Dragon is a much fuller show, so you can be more interested in those slow episodes because there are more pieces to be moving around to set up the next main theme, whereas Andor doesn't have that. Uh, here you go, Ben. Uh, Isaac Long Blackhawk um, at Mr. Brown Lions asked me, but how woke was it? Not especially. Um, I think that was that was the surprising one of the nicer things about it was that, you know, if you if you told people at the outset and they did with some of the pre interviews, you said this is you know it's a Disney era Star Wars show which is going to explore the rise of fascism, and you would automatically think, oh god, here we go, another lecture on the evils of Trump's America written by democratic av uh, activists. That's oh, not no. what it was. Um, it actually it stuck to universal themes. It deliberately eschewed making sort of real-world factional points. Um, and it, I wouldn't look at that and say that wokeness was in my top 20 list of problems with this show. Uh, you're looking forward to next season, I assume? Kind of, yes. Yeah. I'm, I, I want to see what they'll do with it. These problems can be fixed. Um, I hope they will fix them. But it is nice, whatever your problems with pacing, whatever your problems with character, I think it should be welcomed that we're having a Star Wars show that's not treating its audience like they are A, very left-wing, and be incredibly thick. And more media like that would be better. This is a step in the right direction compared to everything that right. came before. Uh, powerhouse Being, have you been watching this? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, as, as, as I've stated prior, uh, it, it's I couldn't something... remember if you'd been watching it. No, really? <laughs> I've waxed, waxed very much on this. Uh, I'm just not. I'm just not down for it. It's not it's necessarily not Wars, because of of the messaging or or Disney or you know. I'm I'm just really beyond the pale at this point. 
yeah. Uh, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't smack of Star Wars to me. I I get okay, that this is kind of a, a, a nodded a nod and a hat tip to the extended universe that was sacrificed yeah. on the altar of Disney, but um, it it just doesn't it doesn't interest me. Um, I think all the sort of elements for a prequel were there in in Rogue One anyway. I, I just I just don't want to sit through several hours of uh, plot that really ultimately leads, leads up to their demise. Uh, eager folks. Uh, Melvin Deeply. It not wasn't very, terrible. Not very optimistic. It, it wasn't terrible or anything, but it was a bit pointless. Mm. Breaking Bad was slow, but when things happened, it was tense and exciting and had zero tension. What, this yeah, or Breaking, Breaking Bad? Bad? I assume this. Um, movie, <laughs> have you been watching this? I have not. I have to. Well, I have to for my channel, though. Um, I watched the first three episodes when it first came out. So you can binge it at some point. Yeah, I'll binge it. I I liked what I saw. Uh, I definitely understand people's, well, desire not to watch it, too. Um, it is, it's just the nature of things in 2022. The, the fatigue of MCU and Star Wars, all those things are real. Well, Disney if fatigue, you, mate. Really? Yeah, let's, Disney let's fatigue. Is pretty words. good way of describing it. Um, yeah. If it doesn't have Darth Vader or a major character in it, Not people interested. probably aren't going to care. Or pew pew. Yeah. I think pew pew is very important. There is pew pew, but I kind of I, I get this a lot, and I've heard this criticism a lot. Now, you know, to, to say I, I don't want to watch it because I'm bored of Star Wars. Okay, fine. To say I don't want to watch it because I don't want to support Disney. Okay, that's also fine. To say I don't want to watch it because I know it all. Everything goes back to the Last Jedi. Okay, that's also fine. None of that is a criticism of the show. So I, I get a little bit bored of, of hearing those arguments, and I've heard them quite a lot. They're all good reasons not to want to watch it. I, I'm not holding that against anyone, but there are two different issues at stake there. There is your political disagreement or your cultural disagreement with the direction Star Wars has been taken in by Disney and your disagreements with Disney as a company and there is the evaluation of the show on its own terms and its own merits. Those are two entirely separate things. So I hear all of those criticisms. I'm fine with them until the point when they're leveraged against the show itself because then that's not what they're meant for. You can hate Disney as much as you want doesn't change the fact that Andor either is or is not well written and that's a different question. Yeah, I can completely agree with that. Like I said, I liked the first three episodes that I did see, so I was, you know, looking forward to finishing it. I just understand like why people wouldn't want to watch it, but yeah. definitely agree. You probably shouldn't use that as an actual criticism of the uh, show, guys. You're gonna make some cheddar from it, so not all bad. Uh, <laughs> not all bad things. <laughs> Ian, have you are you up to date with this, or did you give up on it? You know I gave up on it. It's absolute <laughs> trash. It really is. I, I said, I don't understand what um, the yeah. Lord is saying. No movie could have. <laughs> Sounds good. I really Sounds good. Sounds good. It, the, the, the thing is, right, the thing is that you cannot deny the fact that it's boring and dull. Right? And even, the, um, uh, you know, movie critic and um, Platoon has, has agreed with this, that it is boring and dull. And that's where it stops for me. It's just, it was just absolute trash. I'm sorry, but... If it, look, they have not made a good Star Wars film since. Well, you know, I, I guess. I mean, you could argue. You could argue yeah. that Shakespeare is incredibly well written. That doesn't necessarily mean it's it's particularly very entertaining yeah. for a lot of people. No, but you the know, thing is, like with, with, with Shakespeare, yeah, with Shakespeare, uh, you know, a, a lot of people, millions. Mm. 
and millions around the world love Shakespeare, right? And but the thing is, I don't know how many people like Andor. I really don't. I just I, look. It's got yeah. People are entitled to their opinion, but I honestly think this is trash. It really is absolute yeah. trash. Should not have been made. We know why they made it, um, and there's where it stops for me. Well, I uh, oh, go ahead. Go on, Matt. I was just going to say, I personally, like, this is, the, uh, I want to just agree that it is well written, but again, I don't understand how Rogue One was so well paced that it's like it kept you on the edge of your your seat, yeah. but this show, which is also Tony Gilroy, and I understand he took it over, but I just go, how did he not realize that pacing would be an issue going so slow? And yeah. I have to say, Andor is not the character that I watched during this show. It's um, Stalin Skarsgård's character. I can't remember what his name is. I find him to be the most fascinating character on the show, and I'm like, where is he? He's on this he's on this city planet that I don't even care about anymore. I'm all like, can you just show him the whole time? Make a show around him. <laughs> <laughs> somebody i don't know where his end is and andor i'm sorry but andor in my opinion was is just the most boring character i'm like oh, yeah. I, I i do not care about this character at all uh and um and again yeah it's slow it's so slow that i'm all like oh come on but, but hold on right guys let's just get <clears throat> serious here right there's a, there's hundreds of things they can have made uh, as, a, as a tv show star wars yet true. they chose they chose this what is he spanish or something like that what is he he's mexican Lots and we of... yeah we so we know why they chose to make this because it's box ticking whatever they could have made a hand solo um lando carisian tv show they could have done that and made it like a western and had action all the way and you know you know starsky and hutch buddy buddy thing and stuff like that set in star wars well. they could have they could have done that they could have had a masculine hero <laughs> Hand solo killing, shooting people, whatever, you know, with with sexy women and stuff like that, as the, you know, they could have done all that, but they didn't. They chose to do this, a boring, slow, crappy show that nobody wanted. And there's where I rest my case. Uh, Thank you very much. Much like this stream. <laughs> um here you go, guys. Question from Fat Gandalf Low. Fat Gandalf. Uh, at Mr. Brown Lights asked me, can you ask the team if Star Wars is able to recover? And if so, how? I would say... leave it to rest, but you, you, you have to wrestle it from the control of Disney because they really don't know what to do with it. I mean, it, it smacks me as strange because if you look at the original Star Wars trilogy, you can almost well imagine that within a Disney framework. Uh, you know, it's optimistic, it's fun, light family pew, entertainment. Pew. You've got pew, a pew. story of good and evil. You've got all those wonderful elements there and it's magical and it's science fiction and it's but it, it, I, I just think it's just lousy timing culturally. But um, ultimately, I, I, I just think unless I get really serious with this and understand that this cultural malaise that we're currently in dissipates, unless something happens along those lines, they, they, they've really lost grip of what Star Wars is and what it means to people. They're trying to serve it up to a whole new audience. We've seen this with Doctor Who, we've seen it with multiple different other franchises. You try and change who the audience is, but you can't just replace the pre-built audience and expect it to be as successful. Uh, and you're writing it for people who don't like or don't understand Star Wars generally. I, I, that, that's what it seems to me anyway. I don't know if that's <laughs> their intent or not, but it, it feels that way. So I would say it needs to, to be rested um, or it needs to be wrestled away from Disney or sold on. Um, Sell it to Favreau. I, I just think it's it needs it needs to go for it needs to go away for a while, but they um, won't do it because it 
It's money. You go, Isaac Long, Blackcock, no Calculon equivalent, massive fail, and then the boys are in um, Dark Side of the Walk, <laughs> R.I.P. Calculon, Andy, R.I.P. Calculon, <laughs> Franco, R.I.P. Calculon. Ironically, the best part of Disney Star Wars, probably. There is, like, the, the first, it's, it's about sort of little things, small steps and getting the basics right. If you're talking about want, you want to revive Star Wars as a thing, I think a, a rest might be helpful, but I don't think it's essential. But you need the, the absolute basics in place. You need a person bought in to write a trilogy of films and not kicked out by Kathleen Kennedy midway through the first one. That would be a start. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure about Favreau, really. I mean, you, know, you want more... Pew Pew and things that look Star Wars. You're like, well, yeah, John Favreau's your your guy, but if The Mandalorian. If he's, go, if he's going to the cinema, yes. But The Mandalorian has issues in terms of its writing. It relies an awful lot on stupidity um, in I its agree. plot and its decision making, and that's that's a Favreau creation. Uh, you you don't tend to get Favreau without Dave Filoni, and Dave Filoni has about as much regard for for canon as Kathleen Kennedy does. So then you start getting those those yeah. massive deviations. He's he's he did very well with Iron Man. He's done very well with a lot of the MCU stuff. I think that era, John Favreau would be great. It's whether or not he has that sort of creative potential in him, and whether he can be left unmolested by big studios. I don't know that he has the power to resist someone like Kathleen Kennedy coming in and interfering. But having a person in charge, anyone in charge, pretty uh, much Lucas, anyone in charge, what about Lucas? give bring George Lucas back. That would be that would be a you could do that. I I would be interested to see what would happen if you gave Tony Gilroy a trilogy of Star Wars films. You would do away with the pacing issues of Andor. This is a guy who in Rogue One has proven that he is you know he really does know and care about the galaxy. He knows and cares enough about it to do things with it that lots of people consider to be too boring because they go too deep into the world building stuff. I would much rather have somebody who has higher regard for the world that he's depicting was in charge of it than someone who had no regard but who knew how to make lightsabers flash around on the screen so give tony gilroy uh, a, a trilogy of films he's, a, he's a evidently an Tar intelligent writer hmm? tarantino tarantino <laughs> star wars can you imagine well he wants to do star trek <laughs> but they won't let him <clears throat> i know I, I just i just i just think that um they know what to do but they're not going to do it because of their religion the message that, it's so it's so obvious that's what's happening right and um that's why I've given up on it. We knew that Kathleen Kennedy was going to leave. I remember before when all this crap was happening, it was, oh, yeah, she's going to be fired, blah, blah, blah. We knew she wasn't going to be fired. And she's stuck there now for maybe for the next 10 years. In the revolving door, yes. So why why should I invest in Star Wars? Why should I invest in Disney, the Disney Channel when I'm getting the same shit time and time yeah. again? It's I think that's the, it's the only reason Andor turned out as it did, the tone that it had, and largely free of the woke stuff, whatever other problems people might find with it, the wokeism in Andor wasn't a problem. I think largely because it was Andor and because it was not a mainstay cultural property, the moment you say, let's do a trilogy of films centred around someone people actually know and care about, Han Solo, Luke Skywalker, is the moment someone like Kathleen Kennedy looks at it and says, ah, well, this is going to be our big thing. So, of course, I have to look very closely at what's going on with this film. This is the one where it's important for me to get my message across. Whereas something relatively irrelevant like Andor doesn't warrant the same attention from her and therefore can no, be well, very no, different. No, hold on. Hold on. So, basically, the, 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 it could be that the reason why they made this so bad was for Kathleen Kennedy to turn around and say, yeah, it hasn't got the message in it and see how badly it, it did. So there's there's no difference between what we're trying to do and what they're trying to do. That's that might be the reason. You never know. But anyway, sorry to interrupt. 4D you. chess. Uh, 
<laughs> Lord, sorry. <laughs> yeah, it could be that. You know, you know what I mean? Because there is absolutely no way you'd sit down and write something like this and make it as slow as this. No way. No idiot. You've got to be a complete idiot <sighs> to write something as slow as this in a in a Star Wars saga. A snail. But I pop. I think this was done deliberately. I think that that's to impute the level of intelligence and subtlety to these people that they, they really don't possess. Um, oh. On, on the, the question of its its pacing, look, it, I, I think with this point was I think this point was was raised in the last stream that that we did uh, on this. Um, and the question of its of its pacing, I, I accept that criticism. Um, I've actually lost what the point was. Sorry, my, my brain is just completely gone. Um, what were we talking about? So it's Kathleen Candy pacing, writing something as bad as as this. The deliberately was. doing if it you, so bad. They were yeah. deliberately making it so bad. So, so yeah, they could, yeah. They could justify saying that you know, all right, we put the messages in our things, and they haven't. Look how badly that's done compared to what you know. Yeah, so yeah, what's, yeah. What's the difference? You know. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I genuinely, I, know. I genuinely right. think that that's that's too subtle for them. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, you're probably right. It's just on oh, that. That was it. Yeah, that was the point we we're talking about. I think the last the last stream on back in the room on this is that um, <laughs> there is there is a criticism about others. It's too slow paced. It's too dark. It's too gritty. Um, it doesn't feature relevant characters. It doesn't have recognizable uh, imagery and iconography. Every single aspect of which you could level against more than half the entries in the old expanded universe that we all lament is gone. Um, Andor is not a cinematic experience. Andor is never meant to be the thing which leads Star Wars as a franchise. Andor is effectively an expanded universe entry on the screen. So. I hear those criticisms. I agree with some of them more than others. But if you're criticizing Andor for not being a new hope, you've missed the point of what Andor is supposed to be doing in the first place. It's not that. Andor uh, is an entry into a galaxy, which is a prequel. you've missed the point of Star Wars, mate. You've missed the point of Star Wars. Star Wars is do never you, this. Do you agree with me that it was regrettable that Disney retconned the expanded universe? All of this. I uh, probably yes, I agree with that too. <laughs> I agree with that too. I guess. Well, if you if you agree with that, then you can't hold the position you just uh, held because then you you would have to write off the entirety well, of the expanded universe for not being what Star uh, Wars is to your mind. Here you go, Andy Mouse made it to fail. Fail. Do you know what? I'm seriously, though, Lord, I don't give a shit about this. You could win this argument all you want. I really don't care. I don't care. I really don't. But that's, but again, but even that's an extension of the point, right? Because you really, you well, you used to at least, you care about what Star Wars was and what it amounted to. And yeah, that's fine. But, you know, part of that was the old expanded universe, which, you know, I only have sketchy familiarity with and lots of people have no familiarity with. You don't need to have read all of the expanded universe to love and appreciate A New Hope. It's something think, you go to think, if you love A New Hope and you want to see more of the galaxy. But it's an optional entry. And that's what Andor is. And so it's wrong I to criticise Andor on the level of not being A New Hope because it's not yeah, supposed to be essential viewing. That's both what, its strength what, and its weakness. What was the point of it, though? I but the game, you what, say it's not this meant is, this to is, be that. Uh, you say, you this say is it's not meant to be that, right? But Cut. right, it's meant to be that. Every Star Wars entry is meant to, to it's meant to be like this Star Wars, the tone and everything. If you look at Empire Strikes Back, right, it had a very serious, serious storyline, right? But yet it still kept the tone of Star Wars. It still was Star Wars. None of the entries that's come after after, I guess, the, the, the prequels uh, trilogy has ever been Star Wars because of the message. I, and I, this is no I example. Think, I think, I think what on, the probably. problem is, if, if I can... It's rubbish. That's the problem. 
<laughs> I think the problem Go is people have sniffed out uh, sniffed out that Disney's version of Star Wars is a facsimile, and any extended universe reference uh, to mm. its lore is superseding what's gone before, which the deep lore stuff, the extended universe that fans have known for many, many years. So when Disney comes along with the, its version of the extended universe, however uh, cognizant it is of the existing uh, uh, franchise's extended universe, fans know the difference. And I think May that I? it's also law that is very much uh, uh, embedded in that culture, but it's it's for fans. Things that Lee. Disney is trying to is trying to do. Wait, uh, is trying to do oh. is is to try and introduce it to the wider audience, the Disney Plus subscribers, who aren't necessarily fans. But I think there is a, a sort of tug of war here between old school fans who are still angry about the fact that the extended universe has been sort of you you what you're saying is is that um the the new fans won't enjoy the tone of star wars which is that which is the tone that we're used to of course they will no 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 i know i know i know my 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 nieces and my 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 cousins they they never saw star wars in the cinema but they saw it recently and they loved it they watched all three all Mm. in one go it is no, I, 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 I'm not. I'm oh, not right. saying that at all. I, I'm. I'm just okay. saying that the, the Disney version of it uh, yeah. is a facsimile. You know, it's it's grafted on, if you like. It's mm. it's creating a new extended universe, which is superseding what's gone before, which was the original Star Wars uh, extended universe. Oh, no, no, I agree with that. But let's say, it. just as as a pure counterfactual, Disney never retconned the old expanded universe. Disney instead gave us a number she of TV it. shows. TV in, uh, Disney instead gave us a number of TV shows based in purely on expanded universe, original expanded universe entries. We would be having exactly the same argument because people would come along and say this doesn't feel like Star Wars because Star Wars is only supposed to be the yeah. original three films in its tone, its messaging, its storytelling style, its content, everything else. You'd be having the same argument. There's you this don't idea know that, that. You, you absolutely know that. Have. How, how could you know that? Because you're because because the reason everyone is boys, citing boys, the reason everyone is citing. No, 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 no. You can't know that. Calm it down, that's boys. like saying that's <laughs> well, like it, saying it is a, it is a counterfactual. So, so a certain, certain degree of a certain degree of. Um, <laughs> if oh, if I if I, I, I may if I may well the sequel certainly if if I may. While Lee what? was talking, I think I think the problem <laughs> is with Star Wars is it's mm, become what well, yeah it's become corporate Star Wars. Yeah, okay, I mean, no, but it's more than that though, isn't yeah? it? It's become it's become the message. It's so obvious. Well, it has become the message, well. but, but but the message isn't in Andor, so that's not a criticism of this show. The reason I can say with some high degree of certainty that if you had instead adapted the original expanded universe, we'd be having the same argument is because every argument that's been made about why Andor doesn't feel like Star Wars, tone, grittiness, it's grey, it's morally ambiguous, all of these things you can find in the old expanded universe. And so if you don't like that about Andor, and that makes Andor not Star Wars, there's no point regretting the expansion, the, the expulsion of the old expanded universe. Yeah. You find the same thing in yeah. there. Well, Perhaps. I don't. Yes, but at least, at least, wait, at least, at least, then, yes, sir. Disney would have no one else to blame, or the fans would have no one else to blame. It would be how they would bring about bringing that extended universe into in into the uh, into this Disney universe and 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 validating it. However, they uh, 
produced it, however they presented it, would be the issue, obviously. But at least it would be the source material that most fans would agree on. Yeah, and I don't... Simile, if you understand. And I, I didn't read all the expanded universe stuff, but I can tell you right now, I'd prefer the Thrawn trilogy over Andor or Shadows of the Empire <laughs> over Andor. And I think that those Things are very, mind's very, eyes good well. very Star Wars. Mm. So... Um, <clears throat> When it comes to, and back to, I believe, I don't remember whose question it was. Uh, I do think that Star Wars can be saved, but it won't happen until 2024 when uh, Kathleen Kennedy's contract is up. Uh, but they'll always have fans like myself who will watch anything Star Wars. It doesn't matter how bad it yeah, is. Yeah, it's true. So. That's true as well. Yeah. It was a fat Gandalf. I just like to say that we're not arguing. This is a heavy discussion. It's a, um, I, I, can, I can occur. It's, I can, it's a I robust exchange of Exactly. I was going to say, it's a robust conversation. That's right. Yeah. That's right. I, I feel like arguments are, are a lot of anger, and I don't yeah. feel anger. Oh, no, they, yeah. they do that on other channels. We, we, uh, we have robust discussions. Yes. <laughs> I, I find this kind of stuff fascinating because, you know, I, I do yeah, still care about you Star Wars. And, you know, in talking about where shows go wrong or don't go wrong and people's disagreements over what shows should be and what they should stand for. These are the kind of conversations that you have to have before you get to the stage of saying, well, you know, how do you fix, mend, revive Star Wars? All of these things have to be had out mm -hmm. because only by having these answers out and to establishing what people actually think, what they value about the product, what they value about the film, um, can you have a roadmap to how you might theoretically improve the franchise as a whole going forward? So th these are all fascinating conversations. Maybe yeah, it should have just been called. It's a mass debate. It is. Uh -oh. I'm always up for a mass debate. Which, you know what, right? <laughs> the it's poster. Not, it's not hard, seriously, to bring back Star Wars. Well, if you, you have a mass have to debate, do the right hard. thing, don't you? You have to just do the right thing and make the right characters. Perhaps in. bring the right characters in. But they're not doing that. They Sorry. went wrong. Is if you look at the poster, just remove the Star Wars and call it Andor. He's just, you know what, right? Oh, is that seriously? too simplistic? Seriously, right? I mean, you know, everybody's, everybody, everybody is entitled to their opinions. But for me, this, but you're right, this yes. shows, no, I'm not right. <laughs> just my opinion. This show sucks. It, there's no doubt in my mind that this show sucks big time. So, okay, right. The measure of agreement would be if you're, if you're saying is Andor the thing to revive Star Wars, I would agree that it's, it's not. not. It's not. So I would agree need, with that. We just that. need a film with pew, pew, pew. And, no, it's uh, not that they, it's not they that listen they had their opportunity in 2016 or whenever mm. it was or 15 where they had ford fisher it's, yeah it's become it's become a joke now isn't it hamill it has yeah all yeah. in the same room I, I can just laugh at it now because I remember yep. when I saw and the, that's Force when Star Awakens. Wars was lost. Yeah. that's when it was. When lost. I saw Force Awakens, mm. I was confused. I came out to cinema thinking, "Was that okay? Mm. Do you know what I mean?" I was like, "Was that okay? Yeah, maybe, actually, maybe the second one was going to be better." Do you it, know what I mean? Everyone's going, like, "It's brilliant!" Yeah, like, it felt like a Star Wars film. I think, I don't as know. we said, as we no, as we've said many times, JJ mm. went there to make Star Wars. Yeah. And he got, he, got, he, got, he got sideswiped. I was yeah. hugely underwhelmed. The Force Awakens came out of that and think mm. that that is just a new hope, but everything's bigger. Yes. So yes. I, underst <laughs> I understand, like, you know, it's a Still new company. Like it's, it's a new. I'm not sure. I don't, I don't think simply, simply replicating older Star Wars makes mm. it feel like Star Wars. I think it well, wanted to. It was like a soft the reason. Reboot, wasn't it? 
the reason they were doing it purely as a mimic was to attempt is i understood it at the time that you want to be cautious at the beginning so you do what's worked before and i understood the reason for it need to be i just didn't like it because i I don't want to just see the death star but bigger luke skywalker but a woman the empire but called something else also right how many people in the audience when you were watching the force awakens when they were fighting in the forest and um Ray was fighting what's his name? The ugly fellow, I can't remember. Kylo Ren. <laughs> Kylo Ren. How many That's of impossible. you right? How many of you in the seat thought uh, Luke was gonna jump out and take that guy down? <laughs> I guarantee you everyone in the cinema was thinking yeah. that, was hoping yeah. that Luke There's was Luke. gonna repair, but they no. didn't well, give us certainly what that was. Uh, any doubts we had in the first story uh by the second installment we were pr- pretty much cemented <laughs> this yeah. was not style if if i may um just to calm it down a little bit dark side of the walk at non-compliance i think that's me can i have a shout out for my band's debut album spangle wanger no you can't <laughs> um, lord lord could, would you care to read this comment uh, from Sticky Belly Flapcock. <laughs> I'm thinking. <laughs> no. I'm thinking of making exotic lingerie for Star Wars creatures. I think I've cornered a gap in the market. I've called it Tasty Tauntauns and Raunchy Rancors. Ding dong. <laughs> get in touch with uh, get in touch with Kathy, and I'm sure she'll model it for you. Um, so, can it be saved? Quick, yes or no? Yes. Eventually. Yes, but it won't be. Yeah, no, uh, I'm, I'm with the Lord there. Definitely. Um, well, it, it could be if, if the intent is there to do it. But clearly, uh, no movie? one knows what they're doing. Be. Movie, I've been told you like films. Can this be saved? Star Wars can be saved. I heard someone say earlier, and I agreed with them, which is why I didn't um, repeat, my, repeat it, that uh, you need a break. Yes. Chat, can it be saved? And then we'll move on. Okay, so um... I think um, Kathleen Kennedy needs a break in the neck. Basically, that's what I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> metaphorically, metaphorically, <laughs> metaphorically. <laughs> so I think and... the uh, it's the it's, uh, the Mandalorian, the next thing that's on the roster, isn't it? I'm not, I'm not even going to bother with that anymore. Seriously, I think I've that's had it with uh, Star Wars. That, is that at Christmas week or is it after? No, I think isn't that February? Isn't that? Oh, okay, they're not dropping it. Oh, okay, I thought they'd have dropped it. Okay. Mm. Yeah, that's why okay. I'm very, I'm very uh, curious to see what they do because December they won't have a Marvel show, show or a Star Wars show dropping, and that's usually how they keep people onto their streaming service. So I, I mean, I'm very curious a, to see what happens. I get a holiday. Holy yeah, shit. you do get a holiday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, apart from Avatar, Avatar: The Last Smurf Bender, when that comes out, I'll have to cover that. hold on. So, what is the big film for Christmas then? Is it Avatar? It's, it's Avatar. Avatar. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right, yeah right, I think right. I'm, I'm, I, I'm kind of looking forward to Avatar. I'm mm. not. I'm not going to see it at really? all. I have zero mm. interest. But is there another film up against Avatar this Christmas? I not a big one. I don't think so. Not a big one. Not It'll be Disney one of those. One. Uh, the, I, the White King or whatever it is. I don't know. I, I think, I don't know. It'll be one of those self-fulfilling things. Everyone in the industry thinks that Avatar will blow everyone else away. So no one puts any films up against Avatar. So it blows everything away. And then it will be hailed as like the first one was. You know, this huge moment in cinema. And then you ask people what happened in two years' time. And they'll say... Uh, there yeah. was blue uh, people. Something about a tree. Uh, Cameron said he only started making those <laughs> five years ocean. ago. <laughs> he did. Yeah. The yeah. ocean. Yeah. 
Oh, sorry, the oh. coral reef. It'll be it'll be the first movie just on a coral reef. But th- this will have to be the most successful film I think ever, just to yes. break even because yeah, of the technical million. cost involved. Well, yeah. I read something about how he, um, what Cameron said that, but he, but they filmed both both the third, second and the third movie at the same time. Yeah, he's done so three. He's, I think so he's, he's not exactly a hundred percent correct. Yeah, three, three are ready to go practically. Anyway, okay, yeah. so we'll uh, we'll move on from Andor. Um, no, it'll be, don't. It'll be it'll be a lot quieter next week Thank on God. the stream. <laughs> Thank God. Oh, this is great. Okay, um, who's watching this? Me. I'm out. I haven't watched it. Me, me. Uh, I watched the, it for the folks at home. Ian, what's it about? Um, it's basically about um, I can't remember his name. The the uh, Sylvester Stallone's character um, uh, took the fall for this. Um, mafia kind of group and he spent jail he was in jail for about 20 years and he comes out um hoping that they'll be thankful but they're not really because things have changed and so what they do is they send him off to to that place (laughs) to to basically generate money for himself so he goes out there and uh he takes over some business and stuff like like he does and um yeah he uh he, he kicks ass and um yeah but so, but 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 basically, that's what it's. But it's more than that, though. Sylvester Stallone's character is having you know troubles, and he wants to meet his daughter again. And his daughter doesn't want to meet him and stuff. Anyway, there's only two episodes. Only dropping it every week, so I've only seen two episodes. But the two episodes I saw was very enjoyable. He is carrying the show. Make no mistake well, about Stallone, it. Stallone, Sylvester it? Stallone is carrying this show, and he and he's. I thought Sylvester Stone couldn't act, but in this show, oh my actor. lord, he's, he's a, a great, he's great in this, and the, the, especially the last episode. Uh, I won't give anything away. You know, the, the last bit in the episode was like, oh, I just felt so sorry for him. But he's like an old-fashioned mobster who doesn't understand phones. He comes out obviously. He doesn't understand. He was talking about what is it the. Uh, what is it? The trans and all that, and one because oh, he, he got high on 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 smoking one. He was talking about the trans. He doesn't understand kids these days. So <laughs> immediately when he said that stuff, I thought, right, I'm going to watch the rest of it. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so yeah, so it, it's I recommend it highly. So the it's a mega geek recommends. Is, yes, yes, I do. I recommend it. Sorry, I'll stop there. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> anybody else watched it? Or I think we need to start watching. I've this. never heard of it. <laughs> It's on, yeah, it's on Paramount Plus. Either. It's on Paramount Plus. It's 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 um you know it's 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 just really enjoyable and he is really enjoyable, you know. Shall we try and watch some of it for next week, guys? He's 70 yeah. years old. He's 70 something, isn't he? Is. he? And he still looks good, man. Mm-hmm. He still it's looks amazing good. what growth hormone can do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I need some of that myself. Okay. <clears throat> so uh, uh folks. I think we need to be watching this. It's st- if anything, it's Stallone. I love yeah. Stallone. Mm, He's just an yeah. uh, icon for a generation. It's just it's Mr. Stallone. Mm. Here you go. Um Cog Hammond. Uh, sorry, Cag Cag Hammond. Uh hello, sir. Seventy-five. Cag. Cag. Seventy-five. Cag. He's roughly the same age as Arnie, isn't he? But he does look yeah. much better than Arnie does. There you go. Uh, Roids and I need some, yes. They they both they both look good actually. Arnie doesn't look too bad and he doesn't look too bad as well. I'm quite surprised that now they're not really, you know, this big huge stars, which I guess they are, but they're not. Why haven't they um apart from that stupid uh, 
the film that they made together? Why didn't they teamed up properly together in a movie or a TV show? That would be that would be well, amazing. Uh, Schwarzenegger has disappeared, so we'll talk about that later. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> okay, so I, I think, um, as I said, I think we need to start watching this. Uh, the reason why I put this on here because I'm gonna tr- I'm gonna watch it this week. Um, panel, <clears throat> do your best, and we'll uh, we'll we'll see how we uh, feel about it next week. Okay, let's see what's next. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was good. I watched well. this uh, yeah, this dropped. We came on. Yeah, yeah, yeah this dropped yeah. this week. Um, who's watched it then? Oh, I loved it. I, I, want, yeah, I just loved before, it. Yeah. Just it before. Yeah. Uh, it Ian, fun. do you want to go first? Well, it, it the, the most important thing about it is it kept its heart from the first one. It reminds me so much of the first the yeah, first movie, so. and especially the ending scene where we find out. I'm not going to give any spoilers. Where no we spoilers. find out that that yeah that that that. Well, we find out something. <laughs> Kevin Bacon's quite funny in here. Everybody does a really sterling job in this. I'm not going to give anything away. All I can say is you should watch it. It is a hoot. It really is. 40, it's just an episode, 42 yeah, minutes. 42 it's on minutes. Disney Plus yeah. or... Yeah, it's really good. I recommend it. I recommend it. Lee? Yeah, it's good fun. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy is one of these only sort of marvel things that i've watched now i think really apart from uh apart from what is it the uh suicide squad i think you know those are the the things i'd turn out for um it was a bit of fluff some good comedy moments in this um thank god for god i, I like the the digger actors which was quite yeah he's <laughs> a uh, shit yeah <laughs> Um, so yeah, it was good fun. Um, Kevin Bacon was great in this. The the songs were a bit cringe, but other than that, it yeah. was, um, it's all a bit of fluff, really. As I said, nice. the best thing about it is it keeps because, like in the first one, do you remember that scene where he's talking to Rocket? He was gonna Rocket was gonna shoot what's his name, the big guy, and he's like, "What's wrong with you? You know that why, That's the reason why you haven't got any friends." You know, he says to them, "You know that kind of thing." And then when he said that, you kind of felt for them all, don't you? Because they're all kind of losers, really. And um, you know, this is a chance for them to actually make it, you know, like, a, like become a family and stuff. And that's what Star Lord was trying the to fighting- explain to them. Yeah, the fight okay. scene with the police was hilarious as well. Oh yes, yeah, absolutely. It's a really the, good. They're nicking the stuff out of his garden. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, like yeah. she gives the gift of the giant candy cane to the police in the upside down <laughs> yeah. police car. Is this a, is this a man? And also, it's very you know the bit where they get the presents at the end. It's very it's very um you know it's it's very heartwarming. Do you know what I mean? It's like, you know, that mm-hmm. it's like the first time they've ever experienced Christmas and the first time they've ever got presents and stuff like that. It's, I'm just, right. I'm saying, all I, that's all I'm saying. It's like the first one. I uh, I will say, Matty, what did you think? Oh, I, I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was uh, fun. It was very yes. Christmas. I, I, I thought it was very Christmas. I loved that about it. Um, I thought the song sucked. I couldn't stand either one of those stupid songs. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, you know what? It's fine. It's fine. Writing a Christmas song is impossible, <clears throat> but I think they did, they did a reasonable job, just saying. Yeah, the actress, uh, Palm something, Anymore. who plays Mantis, she was my favorite part of this movie. I really liked her mm. a lot. Um, I mm. do. Okay, so Flula Borg is in this, and then Kevin Bacon. And I really hope that they have those Flula two. Flula Borg? Yeah, he's... Uh, he's um, is he from Wuhan? No, he's he's um uh from Germany, I believe. He's super funny. I I follow okay. him on Instagram. He's hilarious. But uh, 
he's I hope that they're both in the MCU at some point in time, besides the small roles that they had. He played the bartender uh, in this mm. movie, but uh, I hope they come back, but just not as themselves or whatnot. And then last thing is the gift giving a small spoiler, but I don't know. OK, so Rocky gives, him, gives OK, so Rocky get, or gets the gift of um, Winter Soldier's arm. I have very huge <laughs> questions of how he got that. Like, I'm all like, where does this take place? And what happened there? But he's, he's wanking arm. I don't know. All I know is it was, it was fun though. I really did enjoy this. But it's I just, it, I, I, the way I saw it was, it was just a joke. Do you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. this, this I is kind it. of outside, outside of the, the real, the real um, galaxy, uh, guidance of the galaxy, in my opinion. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's like it's like when Doctor Who did, uh, when uh, was it's, it David Tennant met the like, other Doctor, isn't it's it? It's like in, a the children uh, in need a, thing, a, isn't it's it? It's like you know I mean? a self-contained snow globe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I just thought it was a lot of fun, personally. Yeah. Uh, movie, you're going to watch this? I am going to watch this. Um, I'm kind of looking forward to it. You know what's funny is Guardians of the Galaxy is one property I never really cared for, and this actually mm. might be one of the two good things that Phase Four produces. So, yeah, I'd agree. One? I'd agree with that. I think this is the best Disney stuff. Have you seen had. the first one, movie, movie Cynic? The oh, first the first Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh yeah, I've seen. Uh, you didn't like that one? Um, I thought it was overrated. Oh right, okay. Yeah, I really didn't particularly mm. see like what what the big deal was. Um, borderline did you did you see it when it was first released oh yeah i was one of those right. i mean i've been a comic book fan and superhero fan my whole life so i was mm. like you know day one going to see guardians mm. um but definitely thought it was overrated everyone i know loves it thinks it's one of the best mcu movies ever made um i've always stood by i just don't get the hype i thought it was fine but mm. i will watch this okay you go. Time Profit asks, why is it a holiday special and not Christmas? I'm assuming that certain religions do not mm. celebrate Christmas. So that's your answer. And also, it's American, isn't it? So yes. Happy holidays. Happy um, holidays. Lord, of course, you had, the you had the obligatory uh, gay bar representation. Oh, I know. That was the... <laughs> uh, yes, I thought yeah, that. Lord, have you watched this? Are you going I, to? I haven't, and I'm really looking forward to a few months of no more Marvel. Um, but... <laughs> well, you should watch it. Yeah, I might stick it on while I'm editing for kind of. Get it watched. I'm with Movie Cynic. Like, Guardians, I, I kind of, I think I enjoyed it, um, but it just never really stood out to me as it's not one of my sort of top line entries in the MCU. It was just one of those that it exists and it was reasonably funny. But I have no massive attachment to it, and I hate dancing. So anything that okay. ends with dancing is I, immediately <laughs> stupid. I just thought I think heavy, everybody was just happy to be there doing it. Yeah, and it came over, and mm. it's been a long time since we've had that. And slightly disappointed that Kevin Bacon didn't start advertising three <laughs> or, <laughs> yeah. or E. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I might stick it on after that, after the stream. I might mate, you'll enjoy. It. Trust me. Later. I just, I just like, um, I like the first one because it, 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 had a lot of heart. Do you know what I mean? And also, yeah. I, I warmed immediately to Star Lord. Obviously, when he lost his mum in the beginning, and then you see him as an adult. You know, this, this, this person. Yeah, I just warmed to him immediately when he started dancing and he put on the, uh, what is it, the Walkman and stuff like that. I just yeah. thought, wow, this is a, a great start. To, to a movie and the movie didn't didn't stop there yeah it, i'd it have was to really say the, all the, way the, through. 
I've remembered it more fondly, I think, since I watched Love and Thunder, mm. because you know, they are both ostensibly <laughs> comedic films. For you. But having watched Love and Thunder, I went back. I've not rewatched Guardians since, but I was obviously doing you know bits of research for the script and everything. I just thought, actually, hang on, Guardians is also a comedy-ish type film, just as Love and Thunder is. But it also has a story to tell, and yeah. it's mm -hmm. the comedy augmented story. Whereas in Love and Thunder, it was very much just occasional story augmenting comedy. And so I, I look more fondly on Guardians now, but not necessarily because I think it's any better than I did at the time. Just because everything else around it has gone so much <laughs> yeah. worse. Um, yeah, Cutty, yeah. um, just to... a big, uh, just just a just a quick thing quick. as well. Just a quick shout out for Karen Gillan's awkward dancing. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 it was great. Yeah, was great. yeah, yeah. Pretty special. Uh, Katty, would you care to read the comment from Dark Side of the Wall? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to the sequel to Bedknobs and Broomsticks, Nightingales and Nipple Clamps with the CGI <laughs> Ag Agatha Lan uh, Angela Lansbury. Uh, Disney would do it as well. Yeah, yeah. Okay. PBC outfit, of course. I'd watch that. Okay, so the, for the yes. peeps who have watched it, it was from the right place. It was yeah. fun. Probably the best thing that mm, Disney Marvel have done. Yeah, also, Chris Chris Pratt looked like he lost a lot of weight in this film. Right on. I don't know he looked like think. he needed a good night's sleep, but that's just yeah, me. Did, yeah. yeah, and they okay. filmed this while they were doing Guardians of the Galaxy 3, so I thought that was mm. fun. Mm. I don't know. Okay, so uh, recommended, everybody. Oh. <sighs> um, <laughs> the, reason why, the reason why I put this in was... Um, they held back releasing this poster until about a week and a half after it had been out mm. for some Cause, reason. Because no one knew who the Black Panther was going <laughs> to turn right, out yeah, to yeah, be, yeah. right? <laughs> they had to keep the mystery and the suspense that everyone bought into wow. completely. Yeah, I, I want to just say, I showed this to my daughter. Both my kids love Black Panther, my son especially, but I showed this to my daughter. She's like, that's not Black Panther. I was like, yes, it is. And she's like, Black Panther's a boy. And I was like, no, this is the new Black Panther. And she's like, she's like, mm, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I don't like it. And I was like, okay, well, you know, and then, uh, but yeah, so uh, I, I just, um, you know, whatever. I don't know. She needs, in... she needs a couple of burgers in her, don't she? She's really thin. She needs meat, yes. Mm. Um, in the chat, Tim, I like saying this, Hannah <sighs> Bomb, Wakanda, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. you'd think with the abundance of Wakandan rhino milk that I'm relying on, <laughs> that, that they would drink. She, like, she wouldn't have a protein deficiency, but apparently she does. Wow. She's vegan. <laughs> uh, Ian, are you still hating this forever. film? I, I I I can't hate something that I haven't seen all of. I only saw half of it, and that was <laughs> yeah, enough for me. Bit, so I, yeah, I the bit you yeah. saw, you're still hating the bit you I saw. I just know. I it's not that I hated it. I just thought it was an insult. That's all. And you it know, was, and, and it's yeah, obvious I, what they were doing. So why should I be a party to, to party to that? So that's why I walked out. It was ridiculous. Um, I think it's still number one in the box office, but there's been a significant drop off. Mainly because yeah, it's number one over it? here in England as well. I'm not don't sure. Care. I don't care. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think there's anything to compete with it. To be fair, there isn't. There isn't. No. There is another Disney thing out at the moment. That cartoon thing that they were advertising as having the first. Oh, Strange World. Strange oh, you World. Mean that oh, there it is. <laughs> this is another movie. I go ahead and finish Platoon. I'm sorry. Oh no, it's, it's just the competition point again. There's nothing to compete with it. So it's it's foreordained, preordained that it's going to be the most successful thing. 
the, the comparator will be the first Black Panther film, and I think, and compare how Wakanda Forever does over its runtime to how the first Black Panther film did. I, I don't think it's going to come anywhere near the amount of money that the first one got. The cultural moment is over. Um, it's it's simply not as as people are not as invested in it anymore. It's not as good a film, and I didn't even like the first one very much. But Wakanda Forever. I'm now doing this video. I'm doing at the moment is just the second act. So there's the part three to come and it is it is just the the first act is is boring nonsense the second act is boring nonsense and the third act is boring nonsense um and then it's yeah (laughs) on the the ocean boring nonsense (laughs) on the ocean and then it's just it's bookended with a funeral that it does feel quite heartfelt and it's the only part of the film that does but the rest of the film itself is just tedious and so Mm -hmm. it it will do well because it's got no uh, competitors and it will also do well because people will remember it for the moving heartfelt tribute to a much loved dead actor but actually, if you ask people again, like with the Avatar thing, ask them in two years, what was the plot of Wakanda Forever? And I bet you most people wouldn't be able to give you more than a vague, vague summary of what happened. Mm, I think people will remember mm. Avatar more than Wakanda. Um, yeah, what's, what's, what's this film about? So, okay, so... Um, Another Jules as, Verne ripoff. Yeah, oh. as the Lord <laughs> mentioned, uh, mm. this was out this week, and um, $200 million... And it's made nothing, and it's going yeah. to be a massive, massive flop. Yeah, did and I read somewhere that it had made? Was it? It's either twenty-five or forty-five. It's about twenty. It's just 20. stupid. Just nothing. Yeah, and I'm the, so happy. You go ahead. Go ahead. This is one of those ones that they they plugged in terms of promotion for it being it's Disney's first out gay teenage protagonist. Oh no! Um, yeah, it's one of those. <laughs> yeah, uh, my kids, I my kids, I showed them the trailer for. They're not interested in this at all. There you like, go. Even and, Time Profit knows. Look. Yeah, I, it's and I don't even like I don't like the whole gay thing. I really don't care. But I, I so, my yeah. kids, they really just don't. They're not interested in this movie like at all, at all. You know, t- today, right? I I was with my little niece and we went to the Disney store, and there was a, like this big statue of um, Buzz Lightyear. And I said, "Look, it's Buzz Lightyear," and she went, "No, it's not," because it was obvious <laughs> it was the new Buzz Lightyear, right. and she didn't recognize him. It was like that. He doesn't look like. Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. That, that it's too soon to, for them to introduce all this my crap, kids, isn't it? Yeah, my kids are the same way. My son loves Buzz Lightyear, but that new Buzz Lightyear, like, not even kind of interested. Like, yeah. it's, 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 I think, I don't know what they're trying to, maybe they're, I don't know what kids they're trying to, like, entice in this. They're but, indoctrinating them. You know, my Groom. kids, like, I'll show them the trailer, and if they're interested, I'll be like, alright, let's go to the movie theater. But they're, like, literally have no interest in this movie, like, whatsoever. So, uh, so hold on, guys. So, these kids are all gay? No, Sorry, the, I, the, the I think the main character, Jake yeah. Gyllenhaal character, is yeah the gay. main one. But it, it does say gay. something. You know how when there's a film that's been announced, and by the time the film comes out, you have a vague idea of what it is and what it's about. Um, you know the basics of it, not not necessarily plot and story, but you know what the film's kind of about in terms of you know is it is it superheroes? Is it is it sci-fi? Is it anything else? I know nothing about this film except that the main character is is the Wars, first. Though. Yeah, well, fuck you. I know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know nothing about this film except that the main character is Disney's first out gay teenage character. It's like I know Again. that's not how you sell a film. How, how are people supposed to judge whether it's the kind of thing they're going to be interested in um, if that's all the information they've got? I find it really odd when you say "fuck you" in your accent. <laughs> it's just, it's I know. Just I, I, I know. My my work is done when he says that. Uh, movie. Um, I assume you're going to go watch this. I assume this is right up your street. 
I didn't even know this existed until like two days ago. Oh, so that's a yes then. (laughs) Yeah. Well, hey, you know, around here, there's like they sell these. um, My theater chain sells like twenty five dollars a month, and you can go see a movie every day. Yeah, same here. So yeah, maybe, same here, same here, yeah. maybe I'll go see it because if this is my no, you'll never get the time back, mate. So. That's that's probably true. I don't even know if it'd be worth reviewing. Uh, I don't think mine. it would because like, it's funny. not even it's not even memeably bad. So you know, right. like some things like Morbius come out, and it's worth reviewing them because everyone hates them and they've become yep. kind of cultural icons because of how bad they are. This I don't think this has even got that. It's not even bad enough to be worth the attention of bored internet people. I think if you did a quick, uh, just maybe a, just a quick 10-minute jobby, you might get a few pieces That's of That's a full video for me. That's not... Okay. Not um, <laughs> what about a short? Do a YouTube short. They're pushing oh, them at the maybe. moment. It's a okay. second channel video for me. I might uh, Well, some of us have only got one channel. Uh, Tim <laughs> Hannibal Lassiter got cancelled because hugging. Who's Lassiter? Oh fuck! <laughs> um, yeah, he, he used to run Pixar. The Pixar guy, yeah, yeah, he was oh, great. Yeah, he got he... John Lasseter. Uh, Have you heard of hugging him? Hugging somebody? No, I've yeah. never heard of him. Well, he would he would hug people apparently for too long. I'm putting up quotations, and they felt uncomfortable. But he went over and did he did that Luck movie. I don't know if you guys saw it. Um, he did it for Apple Plus, I believe. That was actually pretty good. I enjoyed it. So did my kids. They really liked it. Yeah, uh, Lasseter, Steve Jobs, all those guys were all there with Apple and Pixar. So. I knew about Steve Jobs, and I think yeah. George Lucas had some sort of technical input as well, but otherwise, yeah. no, I, I didn't know Lasseter. Okay, so I think nobody's going to go watch this. Um, we'll leave the last word to yeah. Tim Hannibal. Uh, yeah. John Lasseter is responsible for all of the he Pixar That's right. And I just want to call it now. I bet you ne- by this time next week, back. this is on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> <laughs> it could you know, be. Just on the side, bro, I was, uh, as I said, I was with my niece this, today, and we were in Selfridges, and we went to the to Christmas floor. And do you know how many black Santas I saw on the Christmas floor? Four. <laughs> About twenty. Oh, gosh. Oh, so there you go. Oh. This is this is this is this is what we're we're up against. It's all now. so dull and tedious because it all bomb, and you know people will say, "Well, the only reason it bombed is because society is institutionally racist and homophobic, and no one Adjacent. will support minority-led Just, films." That's what, like, yes. That's horseshit. Just... I want to see more gay characters in film. I'm probably more on board with some of the representation in art stuff than a lot of people who watch my channel and that I hang out with. But just having people on screen is not representation. You do also need to give them characters and story and a reason to be. Absolutely. Yeah, Rebecca too. Rebecca Gold too. Season two. I can't wait. It's all the gay representation you get is 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 the Rainbow Reich. A, you know, uh, established uh, agenda-filled. <laughs> well, it is. I'll be it's doing his best right. to get my monotype. What well, little money I get from these streams, <laughs> probably is there to take it out of my pocket. Uh, Melvin D, please. We're all Nicholas... happy community. We're all happy smiling. <laughs> so uh, so Mr. Brown it. Alliance putting communism into YouTube. Uh, one nation, one rainbow, one right. <laughs> Melvin D, Saint Nicholas was from Turkey. He wasn't white. <laughs> yeah, but we do have turkey on Christmas Day, so there you go. Yes, yeah, so we, we still honour them. 
Okay. <laughs> <That's> exactly. <laughs> Rebecca Gold, season two. She's going. There you go. Yeah. I'm excited for, I'm excited for season two. <laughs> uh, we've been talking shit for one hour, eight minutes. This is what everybody's oh, been God. waiting for. There we go. And he doesn't even look like that. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, he's much prettier, much prettier, much <laughs> prettier. There's a man who knows nothing about Star Wars or John Lester. <laughs> <laughs> One more for the kids well. at the back. Fuck you. 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 <laughs> heard it first, folks. Okay, let's see what the first. Um, no heavy subjects this week. I thought I'd keep oh, it light. <laughs> we got a little bit boisterous. Uh, last Wait, week. give me a minute. Give me a minute. And you say, and you say, you put up Disney. There we go. Um, <laughs> paycheck, Bob. This was the yeah. big. Uh, this was just, you know, when last week we said uh, Paycheck is doing all the right things. Literally two hours later, mm. he's been sacked, mm-hmm. and Bob Igor is back in. Uh, Bob mm. Igor being the guy who pretty Igor, much initiate. Yeah, pretty much initiated if i can say all this messaging yeah stuff. yeah well I, I the the thing that gets me is so besides the 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 amusement parks uh you know bob Pecha, uh chapek is being paycheck you know he's being touted yeah. as 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 you know not being able to keep disney going but everything that is implemented was bob Iger's stuff he's just going along all these movies all these tv shows he's just you know putting it into motion and i'm all like you're blaming him for all this stuff now the the park stuff does seem like that's chapek's fault because he implemented all these nickel and diming things that he they've been doing you know charge up up charging people for yeah. things that they shouldn't be up charging them for but all the TV and movie stuff, I do not blame uh, Chapek for because Iger set that stuff in motion it and did. gave it the go ahead. And Chapek is just following through with it. So I don't feel like they give it. And that's the thing with these companies is they put somebody new in there and like, all right, you, you need to do better or fix whatever it is they have. And they you expect it like right better. then and they, yeah, they expect it right then and um, there. And it's an impossible task to but, to uh, do that. Yeah, apparently um, he went to the board um saying what he was going to do and uh the board got spooked sacked him and went back to who they knew would keep their religion yes right. that's mm. a lot to do with it as well mm. i mean it's it's a very savvy move from Iger. Iger gets out at just the right moment in terms COVID, of avoiding yes. all of the COVID right. stuff yeah, that Bob Chapek has come in. Yes. Like lockdowns, the, the theme parks just tank, the, the economy goes right. to part, and Iger's like, no, nah, it's not my problem anymore. Bob Chapek right. comes and does it. Now we're moving out of it, and you know, there's potentially there's the potential for an economic recovery, and at least there's no problems with, with theme parks in the, in the same way anymore. And Iger just comes back as though he's never been gone. And Groundhog Day isn't a Disney film, but it might as well be. Um, right. The only the only kind of interesting thing I, I wonder, sort of going back to that Star Wars discussion, is what his relationship is like with, say, Kathleen Kennedy. Because I remember when Solo bombed, um, mm-hmm. and Bob Iger said, "Look, the buck." ultimately for this it has to stop with me but it was sort of being briefed around that that he was not very happy with the people at lucasfilm for him having to take the buck for that in the first place so whether or not that experience with with lucasfilm tarnishes his opinion of say kathleen kennedy and maybe he would be interested in some kind of restructure there is entirely hypothetical and speculative but it would be fun to see whether or not his past experience lead to any massive changes in major studios that disney owns 
is um, do you think yeah. the writing is on the wall for Disney? Are they get, are they going to go bust? Well, the Apple thing. They won't I, go I don't bust. I don't. Will, I, I don't think Apple will will buy them out. I, I'd be surprised if they do. But uh, you know, oh, Apple buy again, them. Oh, okay. This goes back to the. Uh, discussion we had last week about corporations becoming is it, super is big. The, uh, is it ESG? Mm. ESG? Is it ESG? Yeah, Environmental, the, the, Social and Governance. Yeah, basically own Disney, don't they? That's the board. Uh, it's, it's not so much ownership, it, it's priorities. So, so ESG is an investment strategy that you go in for um, and it has an immense amount of sort of institutional capture. It's basically it's like the corporate version of wokeism. Is it preaches woke values in terms of in social, UK. yeah, woke values in terms of governance and environmentalism, which is it's effectively neo communism at this point. Um, and ESG is is it's the thing that's been led by Mark Carney, the former governor of the Bank of England. It's the thing that all these supranational institutions are on board with. And it preaches that the main duty of anyone involved in finance, whether you're a trustee of a pension scheme or the fiduciary manager of a company like Disney, is not to make a return on investment for your members. It's to accomplish various different social political goals, which is not usually very good for investment. So you have, you're not allowed to invest in fossil fuel companies, for example, even if they're incredibly profitable, as they have been recently, because that's bad for the environment. That's not good for your members. It's not good for your company. If your company is on board with ESG, I gather Disney probably is. Um, it's, it's a recipe for, for financial collapse in the long run. I don't know how much of a sway that has at Disney. It probably does have a, a significant financial impact on their bottom line just because it, it determines what they are investing in. Um, but it's it's an outgrowth of an ideology that already exists and it's not the ideology that owns the company. As Yeah, it's the same, it's the same in the UK with Common Purpose and the BBC, um, Police, Army, you know, all these institutions. The Pink Mafia. Charitable, <laughs> charitable <laughs> organisations with no accountability and do not publish their minutes. So it's all very interesting. Um, I don't know, I don't know about you guys. When I was growing up, uh, we always we thought Disney was when they brought stuff out, it was quality. Yeah, yeah. And it we was, they, of, they had a lull at one point. Yeah, they, they, yeah. They when back, they started yeah. going into live action, yeah, yeah, um, they came back but, though. We thought, yeah, quality, and I don't know where it all went wrong. Well, I do, but <sighs> quantity as well as, as ideological capture. I don't, I don't imagine Disney going out of existence anytime soon. It has a huge number of institutional advantages. It still has a privileged position in the state of Florida. Um, it is, it is culturally iconic is, is that um, going to change that was that voted to change the tax exemption there, yes but is there's been a lot less said about happen? that because well i don't know that it will to the same degree that we all thought it would when the yeah. announcement was made because disney recognizing the threats of themselves have sort of tried to make peace with the, the florida administration of DeSantis. it's an it's an iconic thing it's like you know, iconic things do sometimes do go away. Um, you know, you used to have the monopoly position in 2010, 12, biggest social media company were things like Bebo and MySpace. Um, at one point, you had articles being written in the New York Times saying nobody can challenge Yahoo's domination of internet search markets. The article was written in the year that Google was founded. And less than 10 years later, Google, Yahoo, nobody uses Yahoo. AOL had the monopoly on instant messaging. Um, AOL then disappears. You get Microsoft coming in with MSN, all the rest of that. So iconic things can disappear. Kodak was a monopoly camera maker, and it was supplanted very quickly. I just think there was something like Disney 
the brand value is so high that it will be worth somebody stepping in to bail it out for a controlling share in the company, for example, rather than letting the company go away. Um, so I don't imagine it will disappear in the foreseeable future, and possibly not even within my lifetime. But it, it's in it's in dire financial straits at the moment, and it is, it is losing its cultural position. So you know, stranger things have happened. Um, perhaps well, the, the other thing that can happen is. Again. It, it becomes just the brand and then you buy the name you know i'm talking mm. hypothetically tens of years down the line but it can happen it happens to to technological companies it happens to phillips and things like that but you literally just buy the name and then you release products under that uh, umbrella so I mean, well, that's what disney's happen. been doing with with all the film studios and companies it's bought yeah. up you know, it brought the brand of lucasfilm but it didn't buy star wars yeah. as a spirit so Mm, absolutely. Okay, uh, we'll move on from this because House of the Mouse. Yeah, everything is just House of the Mouse, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it might not be because the the Mickey Mouse um, copyright is going out, and they don't seem to have oh, managed yes. to oh, secure yes. it again. So within the next few years, it, it won't be the House of Mouse anymore. They can still use it, but so can everybody else. Yeah, they lost Winnie the Pooh, didn't they? They did, yeah. So you got the weird horror film that's coming out yeah. soon. I think it is Blood mm-hmm. and Honey, yeah. Yeah. which I really want to see. Yes, yeah, same. Yeah, I actually yeah, want yeah, to see yeah, that yeah. film. Yeah. Okay, so um, oh, this is hilarious. Yeah, those it's are the ugly. well, oh, uh, Christmas is coming up. Um, I love how the I love how the the Discovery one is a dollar. If, <laughs> if you're looking for some uh, crisp, uh, Christmas presents for the, um, I will say. A dollar, that's already too much. I will say the (laughs) discerning Star Trek fan, uh, it's going to be a tough choice between these. You've got Locutus of Borg for, is it $16? Yeah. Or uh, (laughs) Mikey Burnham for a very reasonable... (laughs) (laughs) Really? I wouldn't pay a dollar for that. No, I, you'd pay me a, a dollar, and I yeah, I'd that's exactly a, what I did. Uh, platoon would play. Uh, platoon would pay a dollar for that, wouldn't you? Yeah, I'll, I'll stick it next to my YouTube plaque. Normally, if, if you, you call somebody, that, don't you? You oh love god, yeah, discovery. it made my channel unironically. Normally, if you call someone like a dollar bent, it's an it's an insult. But apparently, it's also a sound marketing strategy. Um, I will say, anybody in America, could you buy me that Mikey Burnham, please, and send it? And that we're, we're going to give that to uh, Benjamin for Christmas. You just wait; it'll be worth something. Season five will rescue it all. Season, ah, okay. Just around the corner. For sure. I will say um, seriously, as a Star Trek fan, that's not um, done. I don't even think I'd want to buy the so Locutus of Borg, considering what yeah, these Picard look so weird. Stuart did. It, it's yeah, like these a, a cheap action man. I mean, really? That's yeah, they're not awful. done very well. Where's the Tilly doll? The Tilly doll, where she runs fast <laughs> and all those guys. <laughs> I, I don't think they could have fit her in the packaging. It was a double, so. yeah, double size, double size packaging. The planet. Uh, here you go, uh, new face. <laughs> Setlick Three Gaming. One dollar. That's outrageously it expensive. It is. It is. It is, isn't it? It's and really The head looks really big, doesn't it? It's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's really badly done. It's not Jesus. even well done. Well, her head um, is that big in real life, isn't it? <laughs> it Nothing is. against the actress, because I think she did the best job she could 
yeah. you know, with the Oh, I'm pretty sure her ego is just as big as Oh, well done for your character I mean, in The Walking Dead, darling, but seriously. Uh, oh, but she couldn't cool. act in The Walking Dead, and she, she can't act in Star Trek Discovery. Yeah, but, but she I, could I cry have... really, really well. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't, I'm not even, normally I'm one of those people, I'm with you, Brian, normally I will try and say, look, it's not necessarily the actor's fault, they did the best that they did with what they're given. But then yeah. you, you read the, the sort of the circle jerk wank fest that is the Twitter feed <laughs> yeah. of anyone involved in Star Trek Discovery, <laughs> oh, and they man. all buy into this idea that what yeah. they're doing is so it's stunning cool. and so brave. Oh, yeah. curing cancer. It, it just makes me want to vomit. So, no, saving screw her. Cynic yeah. Yeah. Saving, saving lives, yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> movie Cynic, are you, a, are you a Burnham fan? No, I don't watch Star Trek. <laughs> okay. again. I, I'm I'm so lost with this right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, okay, so as Burnham. I said, anybody in the states want to buy me that uh, Burnham? I will gladly accept. Burnham. If I do, if I do come yeah, across the, it, the, I will I will purchase it for you. The postage and packaging and and sending that off will be yeah. worth more. Worth than that. every penny. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, we got a new logo. Mm. That looks like the old logo. Yeah, there you go. Uh, they threw sixty well, it's on got the, the diamond. <laughs> looks like. A Do we like yeah. it? It's all right. It reminds me of like I don't. I, the first thing I thought when I saw it was Paw Patrol. It reminds me. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm not a doctor. Stars. I've never seen Doctor Who all the way through, so I, I wouldn't. Know. Yeah, but that, that that was said a lot on Twitter by so-called fans of Doctor Who who only came oh, about okay. when Jodie became the Doctor. Oh, uh, so it's copying Paw Patrol. It's it's are you are you I that saw. much of a fan? Don't realize this is from the uh, 1970s logo. I just want to say I did not read oh. those Twitter accounts. I literally thought that Bob Paul Patrol as soon as I'm no, you, you best not to. You best not <laughs> no, okay. to. They're in Spain. This looks oh, like look, a bejeweled logo. <laughs> this looks like Ray yeah, Channel. Yeah, diamond, very bejeweled. Diamond anniversary, <laughs> so it, it has to look like a diamond. Mm. Did you just say uh, movie cinema that it looks like Raid Shadow Legends? Maybe. Are you are you allowed to say that in the next <laughs> context? <laughs> it's on another channel. There's. <laughs> they have to pay him. You for can't see that. my face. I didn't say. It. <laughs> you can't see. It. Well, I'm assuming that's my monetization gone. Um, <laughs> At this point, everything is your monetization. <laughs> yeah. I, as I said, I, I think as we said uh, last week. Um, I think we're, we're going to get three episodes of mm. Joy. You reckon? When it comes out. Yeah, I do. Uh, genuinely, I think we're just going to get three episodes of Joy. Is is David Tennant now the new Doctor? I thought I no, saw three episodes. Not. Three episodes. He's, not. He's, he's basically went from a woman to back to David Tennant and then to a black guy. And then Has that happened before? Trans, where they went back a black to a gay guy. <laughs> yeah, oh, so. okay. Now I remember. Now that you said that, um, did have they ever done that before in in Doctor Who? The where no. they went back no. to no. another Doctor. No. Oh, okay, so this no. is the first time. Okay. They had to because Jodie was so awful, so they had to right bring back uh, the, bring back the fans. Um, Lord, would you care to read a uh, super charts? I can do. Yeah, Why are you picking on the Lord? I don't really see the The super chat from Kag Hammond says, what's the status of Platoon's writing? She was a great zombie. I'm assuming she was a great zombie isn't referring to me. So we'll go with that as, as Michael Burnham. Um, uh, Platoon's writing, well, uh, at some point I need to take a break from all the YouTube stuff so I can actually finish editing my book. But I have also that, that super secret thing that I can't really talk about very much. But that's exciting. And I might also be voice acting for it so 
Yeah, nice. that's, that's what's, going... What's nice. your book about? My, It's a weird um, sort of slightly comedic post-apocalyptic adventure story. So it's like, um, <laughs> it's like, what, how would I put it? It's like um, Treasure Island meets Douglas Adams meets Evil in War meets Mortal uh, Engines. So it's like a, a like a far future, but after some war has destroyed virtually everything, um, and they have to go to a place to find a thing. There is some pew pew mm-hmm. in there. Oh, yes. get in! Yeah. yeah. So at some point, I need you to finish editing that because it's word. yeah. Douglas, there's, there's plenty of sort of that. He's like one like foremost inspiration between Douglas Adams and Evelyn War is basically my entire writing style. But um, yeah, no. At, at some point, I'll do that. I'm gonna try and plug that to some people but if it doesn't get picked up then i will find some other way of releasing it but sounds good yeah we'll see what happens hmm. sounds good sounds all good. those people really who like come it. in my youtube comments and say well you're criticizing this but you haven't made anything my usual response <laughs> is okay you you give me a billion dollar budget and i will make you a film that's better than wakanda forever right but now i'll be able to say well okay i have made something take a look even ian could do that uh <laughs> three gaming i'll buy mikey spock but i can think of so many things to do with it other than send it to you yeah. i'll buy myself a second Hell. one for you chop uh, her head off that's what i say I okay wow. so um as i said i think genuinely we're gonna get th- we're gonna get three episodes of joy i don't know what's gonna come after that so i wouldn't i wouldn't bank um, on it yeah. though I just it. I'd be positive for once i think yeah i'm yeah, quite pessimistic I, I think the three episodes is too important for them to fuck up and they know it we'll see we'll see people do make mistakes so we'll see. Over and over and over and over and over again. <laughs> uh, oh, Chris this, Lloyd. Yeah, Christopher Lloyd. He he's been hitting the twatter very yeah, hard. A lot. Yeah, though. a lot. I think he's discovered and, it. Yeah, and there was some. There was some. There was a, a a twatter post from a couple of weeks ago with him and uh, Michael J. Fox hmm. saying there's something hmm. around the corner and. I think something big is going to be happening in the Back to the Future universe. I hope I mean, not. Before we get on to that, can I just suggest we retire the phrase, he's been hitting the twatter very hard? <laughs> <laughs> thing is, though, you, I, 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 I really... <laughs> I, this is one of the franchise that I I really hope they just leave alone because it's yeah, so didn't you guys Didn't good. you guys hear what they were going to do with Back to the Future? Oh God! What are they going to do? With Back to Phoebe Waller Bridge is going to be the new <laughs> Doctor. <laughs> Doctor Brown. Did you guys hear that? She's going to take over. But is he not playing Rick in Rick be, and Morty? She's going to be the DeLorean. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The DeLorean. Is, he, is he is he playing Rick and Rick and Morty? Uh, they well, they did that that like little commercial thing where he was, yeah, and that, that was, was pretty great. funny. Yeah. I enjoyed that, but um, I don't think they're going to do that. I, I, but I, in all honesty, I don't know. Mm. Okay. Mm. I, I, I do be, like Chris Lloyd. Yeah, I think he's um. Oh, he's I do. Nobody actor. as well. Yeah, I just <laughs> watched that um. Fun. I just watched mm. that Wednesday show and uh, they had. Is Uncle he in that? that no, but they had Uncle Fester on there and the the they had um. Oh, what's his face from SNL play him and I was like, oh, I prefer Christopher Lloyd. Oh, <laughs> it's your mom. Quick, cover I, the time machine. <laughs> I will say, give me Genesis. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Ego Lord, this one's for you. Do you want to read it? From Melvin Deeply, 
at the little platoon, consider getting a proper editor to do the editing. I have. I just need to approve or disapprove the edits. Oh. So that's that's the rest of the editing. Very also, there's I need to basically cut a chapter out because it's it's way too long. Everything I do is way too long, and everything I have is way too long as well. But oh, um, shit. that's what yeah. she said. <laughs> Ding dong. Uh, hey. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm, I'm, the, the thing is, though, you, you know, it doesn't matter how long your things are. It's, so you use it, pal. It, yeah, exactly. But also, <laughs> also, you're a success, so you don't have to apologize for anything. Do you know what I mean? So right know. on. And I'm yeah. I'm interested in reading your book, so. Yeah. Well, you know well, what they say: you free... can't cut your hair long. So. Could I? May true. I have a complimentary copy? Would you? Oh, sign no. it? free, no. free signed copies for anyone who to wants me. them. Once to it's me. done. Yeah. Yes, of course, of course. <laughs> I'll pay oh, for mine. You, I would appreciate if you signed it. I'll pay for mine. Though. Praise no, the Lord. No, no. Everyth everything is everything is free, for my friends. Yeah, I can cast you there. I think yeah. everybody just a uh, quick praise the Lord and then we'll move on. In yeah. the chat. Praise, praise the Lord, everybody. Praise, Type it. Praise, praise the Lord. Praise, praise the Lord. Praise him. Uh, oh, I saw this. Yes. This I is doing the rounds again. Tell me who I got to jerk off to get to make this happen. I want this to happen so bad. <laughs> I will. I will do anything. You're you're setting yourself up there. Oh my god, I I love the first one so much. I just want the second one. To I, I so heard bad. back I in heard, development, folks. I heard it's going to be a crossover to. between this Judge Dread and the Sylvester Stallone Judge Dread. No, <laughs> that would no, be awesome, I, wouldn't it? I I don't think so. I didn't. Well, the first one wasn't awful, but they, they he didn't have his helmet on the whole time. I was like, yeah, that was put your crazy, helmet back on. Yeah. I am the Lur. Yeah, <laughs> praise the Lord. If they didn't, the 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 we have to we have to see more of Mega City than, than yeah, just being do, inside yeah. one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Large, but they did that for budget reasons, didn't they? So yeah, I know, but yeah, they, they, they that first one is so one. good, though. The Carl mm. Urban one is mm. so it good. Is. I love. I think I honestly, I think it would have done much better had it been released in a time like now. So. I agree. Movies, movies that do well tend to track some kind of social phenomenon, so it makes people more interested. And phenomenon. I think that that comes out in what two thousand and twenty? Is it two thousand and twelve? Was it? It was um, uh, ten years ago. It was literally the week after, two weeks after the Olympics as well. Yeah, and, and you, you know, you're coming off the the Only crest of, of Barack well. Obama's sort of hope and change stuff. There isn't anything massive in the culture at the time which is focused mm. on sort of social decay, social strife, crime, uh, underclasses, and all the rest of that. All the things that sort of make Mega City 1 what it is. And the things that were prevalent when the comics were written at the same time, you have those very same issues are presented in the real world. We didn't have that when the first Dread film came out, which I think is one of the reasons it just didn't really latch on with anyone. But now you do have more of that in the culture. And so if you release a film like Dread today, or maybe a Dread 2 today, when you have all of these things at the forefront of people's minds, you might find this one does an awful lot better because it is part of this cultural movement moment type thing. Unfortunate that it was basically the same plot uh, by accident, purely, as the raid, which was out a few months before. Oh, uh, yeah. No, a year before. Oh, was it? Mm hmm. Um, sure. And they only released it 3D. I think the problem with Dread, in, Dread as a movie is that, yeah, it's uh, one of the problems is that, yes, you can't see his face, but then you can't connect with the character either because he's just Judge Dread. See, Judge Dread was based on um, a Dirty Harry. And the reason why you connect with Dirty Harry is because you connect with him. You you see who he is. You see what he does. 
And um, it's Clint Eastwood. So he comes with the baggage being Clint Eastwood. But with Dread, it's kind of like you're always a distance away from him. Mm, but I like and I think that that's one of the main problems, really. Really? Yeah, because in the comics, it's okay because it's just a comic book. But when, you, well, when you're talking Stallone about film... Stallone couldn't wait stuff, to get his helmet out. Yeah, I know. And, and I agree. They should not have, that he should not take his helmet off. But it has to be something that will connect you with Dread. I but think that's movie, why there wasn't anything really. But that's why opinion. I think they bought in. I don't remember the actress's name who plays his yeah, yeah, his yeah, junior. Yeah. Yeah. Olivia like she, she, Thelby. Olivia Thelby, that's the one. Oh, I thought did yeah. a pretty good job. Very I thought the nice. character was quite yes. good. That, that's oh, a very I, I good way of introducing a new female character in this way. But she I had to be solution. there to give the human face yes. to a character who is Definitely. otherwise inhuman. Still young enough to do I it. I have as a solution. Well. I have a solution. Just give him a little green baby. <laughs> yeah. But no, I mean, that, that's the, that is, you know, I, I remember a long time ago, I was thinking to myself, if I made a Drudge Dread film, how can I overcome this problem? And I still haven't come to a conclusion, how can I overcome it? Because as I said, Dredge is a one, Dredd is a one note, one note character. Mm. And he's only so far you can push that one note. So it, I think yeah. to me that's a bit of a problem. He has, a, it's like the Darth Vader dynamic or the terminator dynamic in the sense that you don't necessarily want them to be the focus of your story yeah. Yeah, yeah. you want them to be mm. ever present in your story as these kind of untouchable icons and then the actual business of storytelling and characterization goes on around them and he is the yeah. person that you look up to or fear and he gives he gives you the wow factor the awesome factor but he's never going to really give you the things you latch onto in terms of character portrayal and so you need someone around him to do that for you. Um, I will say, <laughs> yeah. uh, Time Prophet is pushing Stallone as the perfect Dread. <laughs> but you know what? It's really funny because Judge Dread was based on Day Harry, and Robocop was based on Judge Dread. It's really yeah. funny. Isn't <laughs> I it? love Robocop. So weird. Yeah. Um, movie cynic, are you a fan of Dread? Um, I read the comics a little bit. Normally, though, like when he Did was you see doing the movie, um, I did see this movie, but I saw it like ten years ago. Yeah. And when I was a kid, I was a huge fan of the Stallone one, to be mm. honest with you. So I'm kind of with you, Time Prophet. But um, I I don't know. I it's a I feel like it's a Guardians of the Galaxy situation for me. I did it. Ooh. I thought it was fine. I didn't think it was bad, but I also didn't really feed into the hype. I I was no hype. <laughs> well, yeah. no, I, I know it, it wasn't like a uh, box office success, but from those people who did like it, they really fucking liked it. Yeah, I love this. Yeah, they were fans. Yeah, yeah fans. I, I just wished uh, Carl Urban or Urbane yeah. would get the boys out the way and just, for fuck's sake, Carl, just get this made. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, as I said, you know, I think everybody, what everybody said is right. You know, you need someone around him to make Judge Dredd the secondary character in the story. And, um, yeah, and, and again, I think that's a, that's a problem, really. But anyway. Because mm. it, it, doing that as well also allows you to explore more of the world. If, if Judge Dredd is the center of your story and the thing that everyone has to focus on, mm. you sort of lose track of what goes on around him to a degree because he's so iconic that you can't, do the kind of world building stuff that is so rich in in the 2000 AD comics um, mm. and the, the backstory of Judge Dredd. Whereas if you have someone who is newer to that world, who doesn't know everything he knows and isn't as skillful, you have much more of an opportunity to explore parts of that world that you would just overlook if you were constantly focusing on Judge Dredd himself. So always have him there, but don't make him the also, main character. In that I don't know about you guys, but also there was that scene on the, on the stairs and um, there were three judges there 
And I got confused who was Judge Dredd and who was the <laughs> other guys. I was like, well, which, which one's Judge Dredd? Well, Do you know what I mean? It's like, would. well, I did. I got confused because when we had that gunfight, I was like, which one's Judge well, Dredd? Because there, there they were all just who got the blown same. away. That was good. Can we, can they were all we have just Judge the same. Death in this one. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, that would be great. Keep touting that. that. Yeah, Judge De uh, Death. Um, platoon, what's it like to be so popular? Do you want to read this? <laughs> the little platoon from Tin Hanabon would make a fortune reading bedtime stories so pleasant and reassuring. I've never been called pleasant and reassuring. Normally it's more like villain, villainous and sinister, but um, hell, if I get the money, I'll do it. You should read a bedtime story with lots of cursing in it. Okay, so please, dread, please, dread to please. I love that yeah. helmet, though. The helmet's amazing. Yeah, the, the whole design, everything about that film looked really good. They, they, yeah. they got the design the right. They got right. the there cinematography go. was go. great. I liked the real slow mo stuff they did with the drugs yeah. as well. I thought that it was very great effective. in three D. Like, that was fantastic. Yeah, three D I've ever seen. It was a brilliant looking film, and it, and it did it, when you on the Beautiful. rare occasions you got to see it, it did capture something of what you would imagine Mega City One to be. But they yeah. just didn't do enough of that. No, I didn't. agree with that. Mm, they didn't. Does anybody know this director? Blade. No. The only thing that I've seen is I watched that. Um, Oh, what was that HBO show? Shoot, sorry. Um, oh, what was it called? Uh, I know. I'm I'm opening my mouth. Blanking. Yeah, it was called. I'm trying to think. Give me two seconds. It'll come to me. A Lovecraft Country. Um, it was on HBO. He directed the very first episode, which actually wasn't that bad. Right. Um, but other than that, I haven't seen anything else that he's done. Well, that's the thing you see that they're desperate to get directors to direct this nonsense because most most of the clever directors won't go near crap like this. I mean, you, did you see who they've got to direct um, Beverly Hills Cop 4? No. Someone that's directed shorts. This oh, guy's directed oh. three shorts and he's directing Beverly Hills Cop 4. And you're like, what the hell? Couldn't they not get someone that knows what so they're doing what, here? It, it directed Ewoks. <laughs> yeah, probably. That's probably why. Do you know what I mean? It's just, And yeah. this guy... He, he may have directed a series, but is he capable of directing something like Blade, which is a different tone of... Doesn't of matter. It, it depends on his pronouns. Come on. Well, they, well they're Come rewriting on, the script. They also got a new script writer. <laughs> um, I think his name is Stephen Murray. Do not quote me on that. Um, mm. But uh, if you look online, there's room... Well, they, they pretty much put out what the original script was about, and it sounded terrible. And I'm glad that they're starting from scratch uh, because... Uh, this movie would have been a disaster. Uh, if Seriously, though, the, the, the best thing to do is to get Wesley Snipes back because he still looks oh, good. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. there's some people can cover what he's, he still knows martial arts. So cover, some people can cover it and actually write a good script, and people will be all over it. But no, they're not going to do that. They're not going to do that. Yeah, not I gonna. don't know about you, movie cynic. Um, Snipes is Blade for me. I'm fine with that. I, so I loved the yeah. first two Blade movies. So yeah, you know what? I'm with you on Second that. Second one's fantastic. Yeah, I even like the third one. I know it's not. No, I didn't like the third. No, uh, I, I I liked yeah. lots of stuff about it. I liked, I liked uh, looking at Jessica Biel. That was it. The, right. <laughs> uh, Ryan, what's his face was in it Ryan as well? Early Reynolds. Deadpool. Yeah, Ryan yeah. Reynolds. Luke, okay. Luke Goss from Bros. Yes, he was in it too. And the guy that the guy that was in um, Jailbreak played Dracula, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Blade Ryan 2 Reynolds. was genuinely a fantastic film. But as I'm saying, it, it's quality, so obvious quality. what they should do. 
It's so obvious what they should do. But again, it's because of their stupid religion that they're not mm. going to do the right thing. That's why I've given up on this nonsense. Marvel, mm. Disney. Yeah. Um, it's Matty the less Catty. stated... Um... Mm. Sorry, Go mate. On. Go on, Lord. Oh, no, it's, gonna say it's, it's the less stated aspect of that religion is this, this safetyism aspect. The idea that things are only good to the extent they make you feel happy, comfortable, and assured of your own position. And it's why it would be very difficult to do Blade as you used to do Blade. And it's why it's it makes news now when you, you're told, well, of course, Deadpool will still be R-rated. That That's a shock to people. Be. Because the entire movie industry culture has been captured by people who are very uncomfortable portraying anything like Blade used to portray. Actually doing stuff that makes people, that goes against this safetyism thing. Everything really needs to be mm. safe. It needs to be comfortable, relatively cheerful. It's the kind of the MCU brand humor has to be in it. Because, you know, th there's no pushing the boat there everyone knows what they're getting no one feels shocked or uncomfortable when they watch it i i would be really concerned with blade not just that they get the right people in and that they get the right script written but that they're actually allowed to put that on the screen in the first be place shit. because it's a marvel yeah, film and marvel is like safety is and par excellence it's gonna be shit yeah you can't have a it's... black man being threatening in any way or, or, or masculine <laughs> or dangerous you know it, it, it's it, gonna be shit it, it, it's mm -hmm. insulting to everyone's intelligence frankly uh, Matty Catty, uh, would you care to read a comment from a new yeah. face, Jim D? Hello, Jim D. Hello, Jim D. All right, it says, Blade is one of the crown jewels of Marvel's film output. Yeah, I'm not a familiar with the comics, but Wesley Snipes is Blade. Thank you, sir. He is. Perfect. He is. He is. And, that's and he's why... desperate for work as well. And that's why oh, Blade <laughs> will be shit. <laughs> I do like Mahershal Ali. I have to say, I do like Mahershal Ali. I think he's very okay, talented. It's going to be shit. <laughs> and, oh, back to this. <laughs> Why? <laughs> well, they are. They did. They did say from the get-go that they were doing two seasons of Andor. So go. we knew it's we were production this week. Yeah, we knew we were getting this no matter what. So it's. Um, but this is the last season, so there's that. But uh, look, you got more Star Wars these chips in there. Look at Star Wars. <laughs> Honestly, Star Wars. Like, it is easier to fix the problems with this show, though, than it is to fix the problems that we all share and agree on when it comes to other properties. So the problems Andor has, lack of character, poor pacing, very little reason to get invested in the no people pew -pew. it portrays, very little pew-pew, not very convincing action. All of that stuff is much easier to very fix from the base they've created now. I and do so, agree with that. Like, if, if Andor Season 2 comes out and is the same tonally and in pacing and in characterization as Andor Season 1, I'll be right with you guys in criticizing it because criticizing it for that because those are problems, but they are also easier to criticize than the cultural problems that we've been complaining about with everything else we've been talking about. The thing, so, the thing, the thing I said originally when we first reviewed this is that um, Andor needs to be a kick-ass hero he, mm -hmm. you know you need to go wow you know i want to watch him again stuff like yeah. but they're never going to do that because they don't believe in masculinity they don't believe that a male should be that hard and ruthless and stuff so you're never going to get that so this no. season season two is going to be there's going to be action maybe they'll speed it up a bit but it's still going to be the same shit uh, really maybe come along and make him better don't worry i, I think um... i think it would be better like so i said my second channel video because i'm quite very critical you actually really of, of Andor. That second channel well i have to because mm -hmm. you know it's getting it's getting off the ground um but they have the, i have all the same criticisms of Andor as a character as, as everyone else here does i mean he is so bland and pointless 
Um, and the, the point I made there was that in Rogue One, he is a fallen character. He is deeply cynical. He is deeply into the machine. He does whatever he's told to do to the point of committing what we would all consider to be ethical violations. Andor, as a prequel show, should be much more interested in exploring how the fall happens. He has to be good before you can make the fall aspect of his character realised. And season one didn't take any interest in that whatever. He was already fallen. He doesn't really grow or change or develop between season one of Andor and Rogue One. He needs that development. So... I, I agree with that criticism. Season two, you could fix it by giving him something to believe in, making him more of that action hero type, making him do good things because he believes in them. And then you end it with some moment of him confused. being struck down again, which explains why he is so cynical in, in Rogue One. I don't think we will get that. I agree with, with that criticism as well. I think that would be a shame. But it's one of those things that is quite easy to see how to fix and how to accomplish that fix. Uh, he has movies. to achieve something, but he has to do it. He has to be really cool in doing it, and then yes. you'll warn to him. But yeah. But, that. Uh, movie cynic, would you care to read a comment, please? Sure. Dark Side of the Walk says this show should be the sponsor of is it Nightall? Yeah, Nightall. Yeah, it's basically a. To make you feel asleep. <laughs> oh, we have Nyquil. Yeah, no, okay. Nyquil. Nyquil. Yeah. <laughs> how would you feel? Obviously, you're talking about how they could improve it. Uh, Felicity Jones cameo? Felicity Jones, no. I have a huge no. crush on her, so sure, bring her on. Bring her back. <laughs> Seriously, what we need we need him to kick off. thing. We need him to do some really cool stuff like Han Solo. We need him yeah. to do stuff like yeah. that. I well, honestly... Just... Go ahead. Go ahead. Just give it. Give him a character. Give give him a character. He doesn't yeah. have a character, and so the, there are ways you can make a relatively vacant protagonist useful. And some of the world building stuff that Andor does is only really possible because he is such a vacant character. He's the person who is just put into an event in order that the writers can do what they want to do, which is explore the event. Um, many writers have used a very vacant protagonist in that way, but you don't need to have this either-or thing. You could accomplish both. He didn't really have much of a character in Rogue One. He has no character in this show. Give him any kind of character, and it will be an improvement. But ideally, yeah, actually make him someone we can look up to, rather than someone who is just our sort of surrogate in experiencing cynicism and cretinism and all the rest of that. Mm. Uh, but all this chats. leads to, to 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 Ray Palpatine, you know. That, that's that's, <laughs> Jake that's, the, that's well. the problem with all of this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Setlick Three mm. Gaming and Bore, <laughs> and then Dark Side says bland, 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 blando. I think he likes it. <laughs> and pl uh, Platoon Right, Platoon Right. Oh, God, they're finally someone sensible in the chat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tim, isn't wow. it? Okay, so... Enjoy um... the rest of the chat. <laughs> <laughs> so, Platoon's happy. Production season two is underway. I, I will be if it does it right. Um, but I think this is the last chance they have. Okay, just quickly going back to Guardians. Uh, James Gunn basically saying he's happy that people are appreciating... Of course he is. And uh, like in Mantis, Mantis, she, yeah, she was, was great quite, this, yeah, yeah, so, she was my favorite part, yeah. Well, because James Gunn, well done, mate, you've done good, yeah, he did a good job. What are we hoping and/or expecting 
James Gunn to do with Disney out of interest. Well, oh, sorry, with DC that. even. So with DC. Oh, yes. DC. I hope I hope he turns it around. I mean, Cav- I, Cavill. Good I personally like everything James Gunn has done so far. So I mean, I hope that he turns it around. And I Peacemaker was fantastic. Make, yeah, I love make it Peace- less nihilistic and and depressing. That would be a good start. Right on. I don't. I mean, I just. Uh, I hope he turns it around and 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 makes everybody love DC as much as I personally love DC. Uh, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. I watched uh, Suicide Squad, you know, the second one, purely yeah. on the strength of watching the first seven episodes on uh, Z3 Perry's recommendation. Did you like I, it? I needed to watch um, Suicide Squad before I watched the last episode of Peacemaker. And? I l- f- fantastic. I loved both of them. I thought uh, Suicide yeah. Squad, the second one, was oh God, I said silly, but I liked it. Early. I liked I'm it. Sorry. Uh, Wait, what'd you say? What'd you say, problem? I said uh, early on when uh, we were talking about Marvel, I, I mentioned Suicide Squad. I, I, I just get those two because I tuned so far out of Marvel and even, you know, DC hasn't really been keeping up at all. So everything just becomes a bit of uh, a merger in my mind these days. Because, I mean, Suicide Squad, I didn't never read books um, mm-hmm. at all. So... You know, I think it was probably more Marvel than DC, quite honestly, um, because it was much more fun. Not seen the first like Suicide Squad, but don't, the second don't one, I the second one really, I loved. I didn't like the first really, one at all. really enjoyed the second. Yeah, one. I, I liked it. Was the, fantastic, yeah, it was great, yeah, good film. Great. Am I the only one that didn't like both of them? <laughs> yes. Didn't like both of them. Fight you. <laughs> I don't remember I'll the first one, and I don't think I've seen the second one. But well, as long as Gunn doesn't get Zack Snyder back, I will be optimistic as I can, as optimistic as I can be about DC. Mm. The first uh, wise choice would be not to call him. Yeah, yes. I, th- I agree. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> well, well, it was I in Henry, Henry, either. Henry Cavill was, uh, sorry, Henry Cavill was saying that he wanted Superman Cavill. to be hopeful and, um, Cavill, sorry, uh, wants him to be yeah. hopeful and bright and, you know, and, uh, you know, all American and stuff like that. Yeah. And I agree. It should not be. Yeah. He's That's a purist, isn't he? He's yeah. a purist. Yeah. yeah. Even um, Chris, Hem- Chris Hemsworth said that about oh, yeah, Thor been, as well, didn't he, he recently? Yeah. He said um, he would oh, only God, come back yeah. to the role if it's a markedly different type of character and tone than the last one. He didn't I think, like it, did he? Yeah, that's, the, yeah, that, that's the other aspect of, of the hope that we might hold. Probably would be unwise to hold the hope, but nevertheless, if there is cause for hope, it's that some of the actors involved are also coming out and saying, I will return to this role because I like the character, but I will not do it if you're going to continue giving me the character depiction we've had. So whether that's right. Henry Cavill or Chris Hemsworth, both of them seem to have recognized where they've gone wrong in terms of depiction. Um, and that may, maybe they'll have some sway, who knows? Unforgivable what they did to Thor. I've not watched the last one because yeah, don't. I'm out. Yeah, yeah I love the here. first Thor film, fantastic. Thor is Thor is one powerful character in the the mm. history of the He's Marvel universe, <laughs> and um, just to have him fat and fighting Thanos yeah. and not even getting a blow in, just it was just oh, annoying. Wow. Really <laughs> the was. dad jokes, enough with the dad jokes. It's it's mm. really tedious and it, it, it's and embarrassing. It I like the level dad jokes. And uh, what's his name? Titty, whatever. <laughs> Get fucked. Anyway, Why Titty Titty? Whatever his name yeah. is. Yeah, him. Well, hell, um, let let him direct, but make somebody else write it. So Ragnarok. He he directed Ragnarok. Movie, oh, 
I hope. Well, there's, there's all talk of that, but the last interview You're I saw with him said that he he didn't know whether it was happening or what he was doing with it because he was too busy elsewhere. And I hope right. that remains the case. But he directed Ragnarok, and I get I get some of the problems people have with Ragnarok. I thought Ragnarok was was all right, and some of yeah, it was, was actually funny. But he didn't write that. He film. didn't write it exactly. So he's say. he's a very good director, and he's good at injecting comedy when other people have written the story for him. And hopefully um, that will be the dynamic uh, going Ragnarok, forward. Ragnarok, there was just a hint too much of the comedy for me, but mm. they needed just to take it down just a notch. And I think it had been nice, but mm -hmm. I can't get over that dreadful actress who's in it. That that one is miserable in everything. That's oh, well, that's his missus. That's his missus. Yeah, God, he's yeah. miserable. Face that's like a slapped man. ass. No, they got married. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, oh, what? God. I think they got married. Uh, well, the Tessa Thompson. That's a stream killer. Tessa Thompson got <laughs> married to Titty Titty. Yeah, he likes uh, faces, like slapped asses. Yeah. Oh no, she's quite. She's very well, pretty. Not... What are you talking about? She's very pretty. Okay. Okay. She is. Right. She's pretty. But like the, I just don't understand. Moving on. How she? How <laughs> she got? How she got married to him? He, he Ian likes her. to be bossed around. <laughs> yeah. maybe, he can, maybe he can pay for her acting lessons <laughs> I think usually when you start um, uh, romantically being involved with somebody you get to a stage mm. where you kind of decide now I thought he was in a, a polyamorous thing wasn't he well yeah ju just to correct, well. the correct the record because it's Hollywood because it's Hollywood nothing is simple so he's married to Rita Ora but it oh, was he Rita Ora and Tessa Thompson who oh. were snapped doing things that might hint at certain polyamorous um, inclinations. So he's not, I don't think he's married to Tessa Thompson. That's not to say that they're not boning. Oh, well, and maybe he's become a Mormon. <laughs> we just don't know at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like him anyway, as a director and as a person. Titty thinks idiot. he's great. Yeah, uh, I think he's an idiot. Moving on. Um, <laughs> we kind of briefly mentioned this last week uh this came out as well uh granddaughter of indiana jones five cinematic antichrist what is it six endings were all the same where she grabs his hat and uh and becomes the next indiana jones that's what i heard the rumors isn't it is that the right with the rumors something like that yeah the mm. self insert for kk mm, interesting <sighs> it oh, is a proper Another one killer, isn't the dust. It? yeah yeah Next. But Harrison Ford, though, should know better, shouldn't he? Let's face it. He doesn't he care. He's, he's there for the Lula care. at this point. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he doesn't care as well. Yeah. Yeah, he wants a new plane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's crashing them. It's very How old is he now? Eighty something, I think. How is he going to beat up people? In, uh, oh, just, oh, just, uh, so oh he'll get her to do it because she's she's strong and powerful now. Uh, so. Combination of stunt double and uh, de aging. Yeah, de aging. I think stunt double, but also I think probably there will be this passing the buck motif that comes in. Like he he will try and take a step back and this film will be about how he's handing on the mantle to the next generation that that's the thing that you would expect them to do um and so we get more phoebe Waterbridge than we would yes! probably like uh speaking Yay! of handling mantles uh the sex bots are in <laughs> okay we'll move on because are we going to go see this out of curiosity yeah like, i have to review the damn thing well no you will i don't i don't want to see it i'm not going to go and see it no waste of my time. Yeah, waste of my time. 
And I don't have to yeah, do okay. any things to... <laughs> On that one. <laughs> Anybody see this? I saw the um, I saw the <laughs> same tweet. Yes. How the hell? It's what, like the I guy who um, there, there was a guy drain or something back under in the, the uh, back in the nineties or something who got arrested for shagging pavements, and they it turned out he was actually sexually attracted to paving stones. Oh, There's shit. an actual <laughs> thing for that. Wow, yeah, that's paved sexuality. I think that's called. <laughs> Are you being cementist? Oh, cement. <laughs> <laughs> He did a funny. You anti cement cement. Anti cement. Anti cementic. Here you go. Time profit. Did he ask permission for the leaves? Oh. Leaves. Seriously. Nobody's branching out. <laughs> He's here all night. <laughs> uh, Andy Mouse. Depaved behavior. Autumn to content oh, God. Him, isn't it? Dad jokes. Uh, movie cynic, do they do such things in? Is is that how they roll in the states? You're asking a man in a country which has Florida in it whether people do strange things. Let me tell you about this. <laughs> Let me tell I you asked. a quick story if you'd like to have something strange on your stream. So we just moved to Nashville a few months ago, and we've already moved to the other part of town since. There was I moved into the bad part of town that we didn't know was the bad part. And apparently we asked the cop and he told us about someone that hadn't been caught yet who was running around knocking on people's uh, windows until they, they, you know, if they were home or not, whatever, they'll open the curtain and he's just standing there naked and then would run off. And I, I, I live in Somerset. I live in Somerset. So we, we have the, the Somerset uh, gimp that you heard that. Somerset. Call the Somerset flasher. <laughs> The guy is in a gimp suit who comes out of, of nowhere. Oh, wait, I saw a picture of that, actually. Yeah, he's been arrested, apparently. Yeah, I saw that, yeah. Apparently the, well, the I live in London. All we got is people with guns. That's what we got. So there you go. Uh, Honestly, probably... just, Google, just Google Florida Man for an, <laughs> an indication of, of American insanity. Florida Man is its own meme. I just did it. And just the selection of top stories, um, oh, Florida man scoundrelly, oh, no, that's not the one. Florida man accused of killing couple, biting, biting victim's face, go to trial. Oh. Um, Florida man dives into ocean to save ring during fumbled proposal. Oh. Florida man uh, confesses to 1983 cold case. Florida man accused of attempted oh. murder after woman found with hatchet protruding from head. Oh. Um, Florida man, yep, yeah, that's another one, same thing. Like, Florida man, like, these are the people who wrestle alligators while I having am... sex on cocaine. Like, it's an amazing so place. <laughs> I want to live there, it sounds incredible. Well, the way you're going, son, you'll be there before not too long. Well, also, no income tax, which is the... another bigger... <laughs> yes, Texas. Isn't that where they had the uh, the, the zombie apocalypse at one point? Then you had all those people who were taking this, this weird drug, and then it just made them want to attack people and eat them <laughs> it was some sounds like weird stuff going on yeah may i do a super chats please well he paid you so you probably should i think i should yes uh probably uh would you do us the honor of reading this super chats please oh am i allowed wow uh thumbs You're up gentlemen i am enjoying ooh, the ooh, show. Ooh, from oh sorry from oh sorry setlick 
3 Oh, gaming sorry, from Setlick 3 Gaming. My, sorry. my bad. Oh. Sorry about that, Setlick 3 Gaming. <laughs> this is probably why I don't get a name mention at the end here. Uh, thumbs up, gentlemen. I enjoyed the show. Shout out to Geek, uh, Geek What and That's The Little Matt. Platoon. Hello. And, uh, Hello there. Live long and prosper. Yes. Okay, so shall we move on from the um, leaves? Let's yes. leave. Probably sensible. Yeah. Uh, Lego's got a new set out. <laughs> Anybody see that? <laughs> I saw this. Yes. <laughs> you need some. You need some neo Nazis in the background. Easy with the neos. <laughs> it's it's the only set you don't have to actually build. So that's something <laughs> you can destroy. <laughs> Expensive though. Won't want to step on it, mind you. Yeah, I think it's about like forty billion dollars a month. I think is the cost. <laughs> yeah, it's an expensive uh, Lego set, forty-two billion dollars. Worth it though, do you think? And still, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on two I hours. That's I, 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 I can wa- I can watch like play Call of Duty and see better acting. So, no. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you played computer uh, games, Lord. I do. I, I've been well. I'm supposed to be. I don't have enough time at the moment, but yes, Tetris. I do occasionally have to try and play computer games for part of my living. Do you think, do you think Steam Yard is actually powered by Steam? But yeah, apart from that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I do like the uh, parody Lego sets, what they've done previously. Uh, the guys who do this are fantastic. Cutting humour there, though, That's yes. Great. Very, Very good. Have you seen this? He died. Is this the Power Ranger guy or someone else? The Power uh, Ranger guy. Yeah, Ranger. Jason, Power Ranger. Um, bit, bit after my time. I was too busy getting um, out of my head in London slums. It's a long way before my <laughs> time. I don't think I ever watched the Power Rangers. We always we, uh, we came back from raving and we were watching Power Rangers on a morning, but we were too high to know what was going on. <laughs> it's always it's odd, odd, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it's really odd, isn't it, that they they created this show out of clips from uh, was it a Japanese or ch- Japanese show? Yeah, weird. Yeah, it worked though. It was a to- was it a toy range? Oh, I think so. It was a toy sure. range first. Yeah, I think that? It was yeah. everything range. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jason, well, Jason, David Frank, isn't it? Big C again, forty nine. Oh wow. This Crazy. one did make me sad because I was such nothing. a massive Power Rangers fan when I was a kid. And Green Ranger was everyone's favorite. And he was just the coolest. What what about the pink one? She was cute. Oh, we all had crushes on the pink one and thought Tommy the Green Ranger <laughs> was the coolest thing. Mm. And he and he became so popular, he even became like um he turned into the White Ranger. And of course. Then he was the then oh, he was go. the most popular one. Uh, Dark yeah, there Side. you go. Yeah. Uh, and then Time Prophet says he recently split from his wife. Mm. Forty nine. Obviously, had, had problems there. You know. And you might think splitting from the wife would increase your life expectancy. Happiness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to relationship advice on from the <laughs> platoon. Lord Be Cord single, himself. you will live longer. Yeah. <laughs> I always thought it was really weird when I was a kid watching it, and then you know, yeah, the picture was quite clear, and then suddenly when you got to the villains, 
It was a toy. It was yeah. It was very very picture was very grainy and weird. I was like, oh, this is weird. So obviously, when you grow up, you realize that it was just nicking clips from uh, Japanese Japanese TV show and stuff just to connect it to this. It's quite funny. There you go. Okay, so we'll move on. Uh, let's see what's next. You have another super chat. We do. Oh, we'll do it's a shame she's gone, isn't it? Um, Irene Cara, a couple of days ago, died um, in, I think, was it Florida? Um, a death, Florida. cause of death unknown. Mm. But um, I think this uh, woman won an Oscar as well. Uh, 63, again, that's nothing. Mm. Uh, obviously, uh, Fame, who wants to live forever? Flash. Yeah, well, she didn't. Well, that's that's true. <laughs> that's not you're not wrong. I have to say, she she uh, you know, fame for me. That was when I was a little kid, and when fame used to come on, I used to get so excited because was it after Top of the Pops? Was after Top of the Pops, wasn't it? Yeah, Top of the Pops used to play, and then Fame yeah. used to come on. Fame was massive in the eighties. Yeah, it was massive, yeah. huge. It was a phenomenon. No, it was. Leroy. Leroy and his. Oh, God. Uh, what happened to him? To wear a leotard. Yeah. <laughs> what happened Janet to him? Jackson was in fame as well. She was. Yeah, yeah she was. She was. Uh, who was the one who did High Fidelity? I liked her. The little little girl with the curly hair. The yeah. Black, curly high hair. Fidelity. High, high Fidelity. Yeah. That one. That went to number one. Didn't it, it did. Bloody hell. And it's a terrible song as well. <laughs> okay, so uh, rest in peace, Irene Cara. Indeed. Very pretty girl. Uh, oh, this, God. Okay. Um, uh, how can you tell the difference? I, mean, I was about um, to say, it's the same person. Last week, uh, slowly becoming our channel favourite, Greta, sorry, the millionaire, Greta Thunberg. Child Saint Extraordinaire. Yeah, the um, think the mouthpiece for the for globalism and the uh, you will be poor and whatever. Um, How dare you? How dare you? Sorry, (laughs) guys. Somebody dropped this today on the Twattersphere. That's so funny. It's I funny that I instantly knew who that was. Yeah, same thing. <laughs> There's no Ollie. doubt about Ollie's incredible. Uh, I think somebody uh, uh, created this on Dali, which is an AI. Oh, it's fantastic. It's so good. It's so much mm. fun. It's a journalist That's who, I, I don't remember which journalist, he's one of the people I, I quite like, branded her as the, the Swedish doom goblin <laughs> many, many years ago. <laughs> and now she actually is. <laughs> 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 oh, fabulous. Oh, that's great. Oh, fabulous oh, I mean, the only way to deal with these people is to mock them mercilessly, and this is wonderful. You're not allowed to do that anymore. Uh, Ego, actually, well, Andrew's I, I here again. <laughs> Hello, Andrew. The, the best <laughs> she's ever looked, to be honest. <laughs> she looks the same, really. Well, How dare you? If people say we're hating <laughs> on her, well, I'm sorry, but if she puts herself in the public domain... And she's a millionaire and an adult. 
Millionaire. Yeah. yeah. Which and I she, didn't know. Millionaire. She wants me to pay raving. more taxes to live in a colder house. Right. So right. no, get <laughs> fucked, darling. Thank right. you very much. You raving Christ, the communist. Third, the third cuss you've done today, Lord. I know. What can I say? I've let myself go. Yeah, he's he, hanging he around likes, the wrong people. He, that's why. Yeah, yeah. He enjoys himself on here. He doesn't do it on his channel. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't. Absolutely not. If... Uh, if Jackson ever does more Lord of the Rings, <laughs> she's available. Well, she'll, she'll yeah. be the hero in Rings of Power season two, <laughs> right? Oh, you heard it first, folks. Uh, <laughs> season two, the hero, Rings. Gotham's sister, who nobody knew existed, but <laughs> apparently does. My precious. <laughs> um, I, I, love I, it I when... highly recommend. It. I highly recommend there's a comedian called Will Frank and he did a wonderful 15 minute uh, stand up routine um, <laughs> about this, this freak. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I so saw that. Really, really, I can't I watch it. Yeah, it today. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, yeah. It's hilarious. He does a whole um, bit about her, Greta Thunberg. I, I genuinely love it when the lurkers become known for the first time. Lord, would you care to read a chat, please? I can do so, yes. Captain Barbarossa says, The fetal alcohol syndrome is not a good look. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I think the, com uh, the chat are liking that comment. So, Honestly, within, within two years, she will come out as non-binary, and then she is an environmentalist left-winger who is also in the alphabet. And so you can't hate her without being a fascist who wants the world to burn, Adjacent. who is also homophobic. That's I, I'm yeah. sure that's what. As she gets more desperate for attention, she will do that. Doesn't she have Absolutely. autism? So we're already yeah. She's got she's got Asperger's. Right? Yeah, but everyone on Twitter has because everyone says so in their biogs. Right? Um, it's, uh, <laughs> it's self it's self diagnosed, but you know, oh, to, it's yeah. To use to use the, the common popular stupid. phrase, it's neurodivergent. Uh, Asperger's is a is oh, a relatively high functioning form of of autism that manifests as chiefly sort of social uh, unawareness. So, like people with Asperger's will either love or hate people without conventional reason to do so. But it, it's basically oh, it's, it's under the like the umbrella of of autism. Um, but it's usually quite high functioning, which is how she can read lines so effectively that have been written by somebody else. Mm. Uh, do you want some good news? Yep. Uh, Time Profit's got beef burgers. I prefer those. Share them but, but with the rest of the class. Now you've admitted it, that that thing on screen right now is going to be at your window this evening, in the middle of the night, <laughs> scratching on your door. It looks and it's like something be... on the wing of a plane, man. <laughs> anybody, anybody remember the original Salem's Lot with the child... Oh God, yeah. <laughs> yes, it's that. That's what's going to happen to you, Time Prophet. So um, look forward to it. Okay, to bring us back down to earth, who would like to read a super chat? Catty? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think this is important. From, who, who is it from? Oh, sorry. Oh, right. Melvin Deeply. Love Melvin. I think this is important. <laughs> Boobs. I agree. Some would say this panel is comprised mainly of tits, so mm. correct. Okay, so we'll move on from <laughs> blue tits. We'll be facing oh. cold thanks to Grit. Oh, here you go. Oh. Here you go. Shall we see what's last? Yes. 
Da, 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 da. I'm dripping with anticipation. Anybody see this today? Oh. I, I did not. What is this? Arnie's if you gone. Google, uh, say, the, the cast, or is it cast <laughs> of Terminator, or cast of True Lies, or uh, even if you type Google Arnold Schwarzenegger, he's disappeared. <laughs> he's gone. Oh really? From the Terminator and Terminator Two. No, he's been he's been erased from Google. Why? What? Nobody knows. I think Z said he's back now, though. He is. Oh, is, is, is ironically, he's back. Sort of, they did something similar. Is with this Doctor a meta Two. joke? Is this a meta joke? They, no, wait, wait, wait. This is clearly oh, some it, sort uh, of um, marketing. Wait, wait, wait. Because they did the same thing with Doctor Who for the. Um, um, the fugitive doctor thing, which was complete nonsense, but they they um, they changed all the doctors' faces around with the different actors and said that this is the first doctor. It was the wrong doctor and all that. So Google were in on that. So I wouldn't be surprised if this was some sort of marketing campaign for something or other. It's either that, or in three weeks they announce he's dead. <laughs> that would be weird. Uh, Ego Z says wow. was removed from every movie he was in by Google earlier. If you uh, googled Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, Patrick Schwarzenegger yeah, came up. I literally typed that in, and that was the first like thing that popped up. It wasn't even Arnold Schwarzenegger; it was his Patrick. Son Patrick. Yeah. yeah, which is so weird. Oh, Terminator reboot coming up, starring Patrick Schwarzenegger <laughs> as the Terminator. I'll be back. <laughs> so he will be back. <laughs> he's, um, uh, no matter yes. what he's done, no matter what Arnie has done, whatever he's achieved so much in his life, he, he yep. can he can die happy, can't he? That For man. sure. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm telling you, this is a marketing thing. Everyone's talking about it, so it'll be related to something he's going to be doing, guaranteed. Mm. Unless, of course, I can't believe Edward Furlong looks like that much. now. Right, my lord. Yeah. <laughs> he looked great in. Uh, Derp fate for the five yeah. minutes he was in. Yeah. <laughs> I think we should review Derp fate at some point. No, <laughs> definitely not. I still haven't watched it and I'm still not going to watch First it. five minutes were, yes, come on, and then what? Right. And he still hasn't apologised that director, has he? Yeah, even, even Linda Hamilton came out and said, I didn't think it was in my character <sighs> to just give up so quickly in that opening scene. You know, why, Terminator comes out of the ocean, shoots yeah. John Connor, who we've just, you know, the, probably the best of all the Terminator films is Terminator 2. And the entire yeah. thing with Terminator 2 is mother-son relationship and the mother having to step up to save son, but also the mm -hmm. son finding himself. And then you get Dark Fate, which is just a, a pre-credit scene, which lasts no more than five minutes, of a random Terminator comes out of the ocean, shoots de-aged John Connor, and she just sits there and cries. Right. And, like, my God, talk about a fuck you to fans, but that has to be one of the bigger ones. But Linda Hamilton came out afterwards and said, I didn't think at the time that that's what my character would have done. I think she would have put up more of a fight than that. And you're right. Well done. Another totally actor who knows more about the character than the writers do. <laughs> it totally undoes her character arc, and it, it, it undermines her strong female representation. You know, I mean, it, it's so tone deaf. 
I mean, it just—it's remarkable yes. to me. And and, and this, why? Well, because we have to. We have to tell a story for modern times. So John Connor, as a young white male character, cannot any longer be the savior of humanity. Kill him very quickly, and then now the new John Connor is going to be a young Latino woman, um, and he, she can take on the role and the mantle of John Connor. And it's one of the most sort of transparent attempts to capture the cultural that's zeitgeist. That's just—it's so transparent that it just becomes ironic almost. It's not even a zeitgeist. It's, it's such a contrived. The whole thing is quite clearly socially engineered uh, and it, it's it's not as like it's so forced it's so corporate and it's so ideologically driven by powers that be and it's as you say it's so transparent it's insulting everybody's intelligence even the most stupid ardent supporters of it uh, we were all but called uh, white misogynist before weren't we oh well, yes new I just hope there's people, <laughs> there's people um, beyond Hollywood that would finance finance films that doesn't have the woke rubbish in it. I just hope that that's the only hope we've got left because these people have actually literally got hold of Hollywood as we know it. So I, I was I was I was watching all the institutions. Yeah, I was watching a, a live stream where this woman was talking about she she knows a lot of actors that went to auditions, and before they can act the scene. From the sites, they ask her about her standing when it comes to trans and LGBTQ, whatever. Yeah. And depending on how she answers, they will let her go on with her audition. And so one of the, the same as that girl who that, yeah, like, she lied. Yeah. She it's, actually it's, it's, lied. It's the same yeah. girl. It's the same thing with that girl who went for an interview with G four. You know, yeah. went on to someone's R.I.P. and said, you know. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, people uh, lost money uh, and then uh, she said that the questions were so um if you could kill off one of the sort of main dc characters which one would it be and hoping that she'd say or oh, batman or spider-man or you know from marvel or something like that and yeah. she she was just shocked it's that marvel. <laughs> all the questions were angled that what is your political leaning <clears throat> yeah, really yeah it's it's I mean, I'd uh, like to go back to the days, but nobody knew who anyone voted for. Uh, I tried to, I tried to join a Facebook Doctor Who page, and the first question was, "How many genders are there?" And I wrote oh, two, <laughs> and I didn't get in. So there you go. Oh, fighting talk. That? Fighting talk. Uh, Theodore Kingston Biscley. Thanks, Frosk. <laughs> yes. And, and the thing is, though, they know that they failed. She knows that she failed. But what does she do? She comes out on Twitter trying to trying to well, pretend she, it wasn't her fault or it well she's not here to be easy on the eyes for you ian <laughs> well, she, she succeeded but um didn't even have the balls to put her hand up but, um, <laughs> but it, it is one of those things that will come out i think more and more people will be entering these sort of sort of luxury positions acting screenwriters guild whatever um, they will be asked all of these questions and they will lie about it just to get in. Yeah. Yeah, and then yeah, the fact that they're lying about it, they don't really mm. believe any of this stuff, but they have to say it. The fact right. that they're not true believers, though, will eventually manifest itself in what they do, what they say. 
And so, really, the thing collapses under the weight of its own contradictions. It's like Stephen King on Twitter, was it yesterday? Oh, what a knob. Did, did one of those classic please clap tweets when he said, um, right? if a woman was in charge of Russia during the uh, Ukraine war, the war would be over now because there wouldn't be any testosterone involved. Uh, it's like, okay, hey, Catherine the Great literally invaded uh, and annexed Crimea, <laughs> broke up Poland, Lithuania, all of this stuff. But the fact is that you can tell from that that he doesn't really believe what he's saying. He's doing it because his fashionable friends will clap him when he says that. And that makes it's it much more apparent to the audience that this thing is just a facade of lies. And it will collapse as a result of that. People will no longer yeah, take these people seriously. It's a bunch of paid liars. Status, yeah. a, pay, a, paid, a paid bunch of, you know, overpaid bunch of liars who pay other All people actors. to lie. You know, and it, it's so transparent. And it, you know, people, Simon people Pegg. like this. Yeah, yeah. Simon Pegg's yeah, a good it, example. It's sad. it's sad to see because you think, well, you've produced such great content in the past, but now here you are effectively throwing yourself under the bus in order to, to, to make a, some pointless point. Yeah. Uh, and I just want to say that Frost makes uh, uh, Greta Thunberg look tasty. There you go. There you go. Uh, Jim D. Top Gun Maverick showed everyone in Hollywood just how far down the rabbit hole they've fallen. I, I think genuinely that will be what destroys the current moment and the hold that the woke lot yeah. have over Hollywood. It's that one side is so insincere and evidently insincere that any audience member watching that and listening to what they say will be able to tell you don't believe what you're saying. This is just this is just right. fashion. While yeah. you've also got, on the other hand, something like Top Gun Maverick, relatively uncomplicated. It's just there to be a fun, enjoyable film. And it succeeds as a result of that. So you combine those two things. Evident sort of disingenuity on one side and sincere movie making on the other side it won't be a great ideological shift that does away with wokeism in media it will just be it, it destroys itself for the demands that it makes and the people who succeed well, will be the people who have no pretensions about them and most of the audience can tell when you're being honest and when you're not and honesty will be the thing that wins out in the end hollywood is always 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 has been and always will be the place where all trends go to die it's always the last to catch on. And that's going to be even more so, you know, we live in an information age where everything changes so quickly. Hollywood hasn't got the... It's like the Russian army during the First World War. It takes so long to mobilise. It will die of its own weight because it can't... It will break its own neck at the speed it's trying to, to catch up. And it, it just won't, it won't manage. So do or die, really. Good luck, mm. Hollywood. Uh, shall we call it a draw there, folks? I've Good luck, Cricklewoods. Mind you, if we can find some way of going on for nine minutes, then you'll have a nice, neat two hours thirty stream. Um, do, Lord, do you know anything about Star Wars? <laughs> 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 More than you, have, lot of. Have bloody... you seen? <laughs> um, have you seen Ooh. Empire Strikes Back? Yes, my favourite of all the Star Warses. <laughs> Did you, you know there was two, there was two uh, laser sword fights? Did you know that? There's not. No, there's one actual lightsaber fight, and there's a hallucination, which does not count. <laughs> I think he's having a go at me. <laughs> does, does a laser sword fight with a with a, a stalactite count? No. No. 
Because <laughs> <laughs> Luke also gets his lightsaber out to cut through the bottom of the eighty eighty, and you don't call that a lightsaber fight. So absolutely that was, that was Han Solo, by the way. Well, the did that absolutely was not Han Solo. Han <laughs> Solo joking. cuts the torn <laughs> torn. Joking, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we'll say um, at the beginning, Arnie was missing. He was, but he's back now, isn't he? But he is back. I, I double checked. There you go. I'll be back. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Okay, so um, eight minutes. Which I is do. exactly is what they the want you to know. They want you to to think that. Eight minutes is easy. Watch this. Um, Matt, you, you said you'd said you've seen Wednesday, and I've been meaning to sort of watch that, but I can't decide whether I should. Yeah. Is it any good? I, yes. listen, oh, yeah. I, uh, it's, I would, I don't know. It's not bad, but it's not good. <laughs> I tell you right now, I, I figured out who the bad guy was, episode one. I figured out everything, Which, episode one. And Wednesday. And talk about Mary Sue. I'll tell you what. They're all like, um, in, at the beginning, uh, she uh, at one point in time, uh, Wednesday says, uh, you know, my father, you, you taught me how to be independent and all this stuff. And then later on, she's like, I'm destined to be alone. I'm like, well, independent women are destined to be alone because they think they can do it by themselves and everything. So I don't know. There were times when I was like, well, this isn't too bad. But overall, at the end of it, I was like, well, that was predictable. So I don't. I don't. My wife liked it. She thought it was okay. Uh, my sister uh, liked it, and I. But at the end of it, I was just like, eh. I was like, I don't know. Well, I, 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 I say, watch Del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities if you haven't. That yeah, I've really been watching good. that. Okay. I haven't watched that yet. Uh, uh, Del Toro, watch great. That. I do great. like it a lot. I do really like it a lot. Director, so. yeah. Blade Two, remember? He Fantastic. um, <clears throat> he's it's kind. He starts off like um Hitchcock's, you know, TV show. You know, the Hitchcock mm. Hour, whatever it was called. Can't remember. So. Uh, at least yeah. at least the director is as big as hitchcock i think he's even Although, bigger i think yeah platoon but. i'll tell you right now i'd rather watch wednesday than than andor again so, <laughs> uh, so if that means anything uh, so. has there been because i remember watching some of the so the, the pre-release coverage of it and you had some of the clips that were released where there's the one in the swimming pool for example where she sort of takes vengeance against the typical white male straight jock character has there been any overtly offensive woke feminist stuff in it yet or has I mean, there been it, any indication there will be I, I will say yes it's just very much like like anything that you can do wednesday can do better i can do better and, and so it's it's just very like like she's able to, to figure out everything and when, even when she gets it wrong she has this like i was wrong but really i was kind of right and i was like mm, not really but okay Matt, whatever who she plays the father who plays the father in it? It is um uh, what's his name? Um He's ugly. I but I like him a lot. <laughs> although although I'm not, uh, beautiful yeah. inside though. <laughs> beautiful inside. Just like the original drawing, so you know. So it's quite it's, it's uh, not Louise, really Louise Guzman. Because the the other guy that played him in the movie version. Yeah, I prefer him. Yeah, I do Louise as well. Guzman. And um you got some who's the who's the who's the mother? <laughs> um it, it, Catherine Zeta Jones. Catherine Zeta Jones. Okay. Yeah. She did a good job, but I prefer the original actress. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, um, the same yeah. Fred Armisen plays um, uh, Uncle Fester, and I prefer Christopher Lloyd as Uncle Fester. Um, mm. Yeah, it, but I do like uh, Jenna Ortega. I didn't like her. The only thing I seen her in before this was Scream, uh, the new Scream movie. Oh but, yeah. 
but she, in my opinion, did a good job in this. She was, she, I, I was like, you know, and the kid there, there, he plays this kid, Tyler, but, um, his name is Hunter, um, Duhan, I believe. Don't quote me on that. He was actually my favorite part of the whole entire show. Um, it's mm. just, you know, um, yeah, it's very, listen, if you, it's very predictable in my opinion. Like I guessed who the bad guy was and what the reasoning was like almost like within three episodes, I was like, this is the, now, now granted there's I, I'm a small spoiler alert. There's two bad guys. And the second one took me a hot minute more to figure out, but it only took me like an extra two episodes. But as soon as I figured out, I was like, oh, this isn't as good as I thought it was going to be. Um, uh, Melvin, yeah. please. If, you, uh, if, you, if you want to watch, sorry, can I just quickly say just, well, a, you're going to. <laughs> as a suggestion, I have to. Now my I know you do. Uh, <laughs> um, if you really want to watch some really good Wednesday Adams stuff, go on YouTube, type in Adult Wednesday Adams. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Series, I've seen that. Well, that sounds like you could come up with something very, very <laughs> dodgy. Uh, Melvin Deeper yeah, says... It, it's not what you think, but it's really good. Uh, it is really not... I have seen that a problem, and I agree with you. That is very good. I agree with you. It's, it's very good. I've seen uh, it before. Melvin Deeply says, been watching that. Cabinet of Curiosities. So far, two good episodes and two shit. Yeah, I agree. I yeah, agree. A couple of duds, but, you know. Is that, um, did, did he direct and write all of those episodes, uh, Guillermo? No, he had different no. directors. Different directors. Okay, each gotcha. One. Uh, in the chats, uh, Oh, look, Mr. Brown Alliance. We have the <laughs> best chats. <laughs> Definitely. And the best panel on YT on Sunday. I agree. I agree. One minute past. <laughs> you know, on, a, on Twitter, if people type YT, I got confused by this the other day, but <sighs> usually they mean white and not YouTube. So I had someone, someone telling me I hated Black Panther because YTers like me can't stand to watch minority-led films. I thought, YouTubers like me? Oh, no, no, I <laughs> no, know. No, white funny. people. White people don't like black people. That's why I hate Nick Fury, for example. <laughs> no, right? <laughs> Even though I completely fucking you don't. You can't say that, Platoon. That's the I have a black friend argument. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I tend to find that people who have black friends aren't generally racist. So I think there is some merit <laughs> to that as an argument, frankly. Uh, right the, the people who ends, are, the it? people never who do ends. all the accusing, they're the ones who have got the problem. They are the I most agree. greatest um, people I've ever come across. I think that is it, folks. Uh, yeah. Oh, so can yeah. you can you do the the sign off and the goodbye in one minute and ten, ten. seconds? I I think you can. Um, I will say, um, not at that pace, you won't. (laughs) Last week, fix that dead pixel, please. No, that's there to appease my perfectionism. Um, (laughs) Obviously, last week we had amazing numbers coming off the back of Lord's live stream, but uh, steady numbers this week. As I said, I think genuinely we've got the best charts and the best panel on YT. On a Sunday, um, <laughs> including probably. Um, I think that is it, chat. So, as I say, chat, mm-hmm. you are wonderful. Great to see you all. A few new lurkers, new faces, etc., etc. Always appreciate the interaction. We are nothing without the chats. I will thank the guests. Matt Katz, great to have you on, mate. Uh, I always have a good time with you guys. It was a pleasure.
the boy wonder himself, Lord Cord. Cheers, pal. Always a pleasure. I'm hoping I'll have a video out going out next Sunday, so I'll link to the next Sunday stream as well. Uh, the wonderful problem being. Thanks for allowing me to blather on. And just as wonderful, he likes movies apparently, is a cynic. cynic. It's Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me as always. Cheers, Brown. movie. Yeah, cheers, man. And bringing up the rear like he does the mega geek himself. Ian David Diaz. Cheers, Ian. No worries, guys. No worries. You could have said coming up the rear and you missed that opportunity. I didn't want to. <laughs> I did not want to. Why? You could have saved that one for, uh, for us, I think. <laughs> but did you enjoy saying that? Yeah. I didn't say it. <laughs> okay. I think that's it, folks. Um, you were thinking it. <laughs> I don't know what the movie's going to be next week. I don't think there's going to be a movie choice. I'm going to decide. I may do something for. That's one when of people the... abandon you. When we have the movie the choice, decider. everybody abandons you. It's just I'm... me and Matt on there. <laughs> it's just me. Matt, Matt never there. says anything. I'm thinking <laughs> yeah. maybe a Star Trek. I don't know. We'll see. Um, I think that's it, folks. Um, have a great week, and we'll see you next time. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. I think that's it. Beautiful chorus. Bye.